Tech Night Owl Live, the show for PC users who can handle the truth. And now, here's your host, Gene Steinberg. This week on the Tech Night Owl Live, we'll be talking about iOS 12, a special profile with Renee Ritchie of iMore. A little bit later, we'll hear from Thrifter's Lauren Stramp. She'll be talking about Amazon's Prime Day coming online in July. More to come on the Tech Night Owl Live. <laughs> so we're joined by Renee Ritchie from iMore, and he had some fascinating things to tell us about during our last episode, but he wrote this really terrific, very long profile of iOS 12 that Apple launched during the Worldwide Developers Conference this past week. You were able to get the public beta version. Now, before we go on, when it comes to things like public betas, I think it's fair to say, Renee, that people should observe cautions, right? Yeah, so um, with any beta, you want to make sure that you don't put it on your primary device, any device that you count on for your livelihood, for your work, for staying in contact with your loved ones. You always want to put it on a secondary device, like an older phone, an iPad, something like that, just, just to be safe. In the event you do install it and you're into problems, is there a way to restore? Yeah, so if you do put on the public beta, you want to make sure you do a full backup first. I mean, like, go into iTunes or make sure you're on iCloud do a backup, and then if you have to, you can always wipe the phone and restore it from that backup. Can you restore the OS, though? You just tell it you want the most recent version of the operating system. It'll go, from, it'll go to Apple, it'll download the current version, not the beta, and then it'll restore you from that backup. Well, that's good, at least. Okay, yeah. now I did install it on my work iPhone, which some people may think was a pretty stupid decision, but it wouldn't be the first time. Yep. Despite that, it seems to run pretty well. What do you think are the most important improvements in iOS 12? So I think there are several. Some of them are sort of backwards looking and some of them are forwards looking. The first one, the big one, the backwards looking one is performance. Apple went in and from the ground up, they got the silicon team, which makes the custom chipsets involved. And they got the frameworks team, which makes all the system applications and everything that developers use to make applications, and they did everything possible to improve performance from visual things like making sure it didn't drop frames or redraw frames to deep architectural things like making sure the processor could ramp up instantly if you needed something done so it would just feel super responsive. One thing I wanted to ask you about there, the performance improvements. Now, you have a pretty long discussion in your article about what Apple went about to get that performance to improve by a considerable degree. Now, I don't have an iPhone 6 here. The only older iPhone I have is an iPhone 5C, which is no longer supported by Apple. It is now, as they say, a relic of the past. Yes. Vintage. (laughs) Vintage, old-fashioned, it's sluggish. It's running iOS 10. It didn't even have eligibility for iOS 11. So what did Apple do? What miracles did they perform? to make iOS 12 work better? So I'll give you a few examples. In one case, for example, they went to the Silicon team and they said, what can we do to make the processor more responsive? Because we've noticed counterintuitively that when nothing is happening on the phone, it can sometimes feel slower than when a few things are happening. And the Silicon team said, yeah, because when when nothing is happening, the processor has to go from zero to 100 immediately. 
when there's a few things happening, maybe it's already at 50, maybe it's already at 80. So it's a very small gap to full performance. And so what they did is they, there's um, when they draw the interface, when they fill up, uh, when you're scrolling your phone, it's got to pull data for that stuff. And it knows the data it's got to pull, but it knows that at the software level. And what they did is push that down to the CPU controller so that the controller for the chip actually starts to know now what the demands are going to be on the interface. And it can make sure that the processor ramps up immediately to fulfill that demand instead of you waiting however many nanoseconds. You have about 16 milliseconds on an iPhone before people notice lag and about 8 milliseconds on an iPad Pro because it's 120 hertz before they notice lag. So they have very small amounts of time to get this done. And they move the chipset much further forward in that cycle. And then at the top level, for example, in iOS 10, they introduced this thing called prefetching. So developers could go out and get the data that they would need ahead of time so that the user wouldn't have to wait for them to go and get that data. But in some cases, because of concurrency or because of collisions, it was either holding the same frame twice, which looks like a dropped frame, or it wasn't getting the frame up in time, or it was just out of sync. And so they made the controller much smarter, the prefetch much smarter, so that it not only gets the data in advance, but sort of parcels out when and how it's going to display it, so that it always makes sure you get the right frame at the right time. So there's a whole bunch of little changes like that, and, and pretty deep ones too. So long and short of it is here, is that Apple did some pretty smart things in order to yeah, they dove allow deep. this to work. <laughs> Dig very deep, a lot deeper than most of our listeners ever have a chance to look at. But taking a look at all those things, all things being equal, have you had a chance to play around yet with yeah, I, older equipment? Yeah, I put it on the iPhone 6 that I have here, and a friend of mine put it on her iPhone SE. Now, I should preface this by saying that uh, the full performance improvements, some of that is on Apple, but developers also have to implement some of the best practices that Apple is recommending. So we're getting a really good boost now, and it's impressive even in beta. But come the fall, when the developers start implementing and releasing apps that use all these improvements, I think it'll be even better still. So right now, Apple is giving figures like it's twice as fast to launch an app, even when the phone is under load, which means it's already doing other tasks. And I think we'll see all of that stuff just improve even a little bit more. Launching apps, launching the camera, launching and using the keyboard. All the things that we notice when they're laggy, we should notice that much less. Less laggy. Now, on a more Less recent laggy. iPhone, I launched a couple of apps just at random, and they seem to launch noticeably faster. The zooming effect appears to be smoother. So that's yes. pretty good. That's pretty good. On a newer iPhone, the, no the difference you'll notice is they also worked on memory management. So, for example, if you're in an app and you want to paste a photo, that photo can be really big, and it like a depth effect, a portrait mode photo can be really big, and it can require a lot of memory. And in order to get that memory... First, the system has to go and find out where it's available, but it can also force other apps to turn off in order to free up their memory. And then it seems fast to you now, but when you try to switch back to those apps, they have to reload and that wastes your time. So Apple's also doing something. It's going to try to scale depending on how many resources you need. So if you're only pasting a black and white photo or line art, it's going to free up less memory than a full fidelity portrait mode photo, for example. So hopefully it'll, it won't have to find as much memory and won't have to turn off as many other apps. And they're trying to get developers to be really conservative. So they're not trying to think of, you know, just don't think of yourself. Think about the other apps that your users are running and don't force all of those to quit in the background just because you want to hog a ton of memory right now. We don't want memory hogging, but it sounds no. to me like they're working really hard to do this. Yeah. Now, the big question I would ask is, okay, we've had the capability of doing this sort of stuff, I guess. 
So why did it take all these years before Apple said, you know what, we can do something now so older hardware doesn't seem so sluggish? One, Apple is always caught in sort of damned if you do, damned if you don't situations where if they don't provide new features to older phones, they're accused of holding out to force people to upgrade. And if they do provide features to older phones, they're accused of overloading those phones to make them feel sluggish so that people are forced to upgrade. So they tried to walk a very balanced path, but it's had unintended consequences. So, for example, some of the stuff I mentioned earlier that they're fixing, that wasn't very intuitive things. It weren't things that they thought about. They had to really dive deep into the system to fix it. But also, there's only so many engineers to go around. And it sounds ridiculous because Apple is one of the richest not the richest company in the world, but the amount of high quality engineers who are willing to work in Cupertino, California, because you have to work there with the secrecy that Apple demands. And you're sort of cut off from the rest of the industry when you work there, you know, they, who don't also want VC money or IPO money or, you know, some big public job. That's a small set of people. And typically they work on the big new flashy features that we give it, that we get every year. But this year, Apple made it a big tentpole feature and they told the engineers who created or who own some of these big frameworks to go in there and just spend their time, instead of coming up with anything new, come up with making the stuff we already have run better. More to come on the Tech Night Out Live. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. I tried other brands, but I came back to my sunshine. For the best hot or cold pain relief, get the best. Get a Sunny Bay heating pad. Sometimes life can be a pain in the neck or back or shoulder. And the best relief for that pain is a Sunny Bay heating pad. Did you know that the American College of Physicians said that one of the best ways to treat muscle pain is heat therapy? Sunny Bay heating pads are handmade with high quality, can be used at home or at work, and have a lifetime 100% positive rating on both Amazon and Etsy. Why take another pill? Many people use our Sunny Bay heating pads alone and got rid of the neck pain. Long distance travel or long hours in front of a computer can take its toll on your body. Our homegrown small business tries to help people just like us. That's why we design and test our handmade products with great care before we introduce them to the public. You can easily find Sunny Bay heating pads on Amazon. Just go to Amazon.com and search for Sunny Bay heating pads. You have been lied to. Generation after generation, time after time after time. If you follow the money, then you understand why America's in the condition it's in. Now, you created the Federal Reserve in 1913 through lies. You create 9-11. Through 9-11, you, then you're fighting a war on terror. And now all of a sudden you go into Iraq, which was another lie. This book will open people's eyes. 
order now at killingunclesambook.com. Killingunclesambook.com. Have you checked your Google search results lately? Search results are usually the first impression that people form of you or your business. So make sure that they create a positive impression with ReputationDefender.com. What the Internet says about you can have a big impact on your life and your livelihood, even if it's not true. Fortunately, you can now control how you look online and in online search results with ReputationDefender.com. Call 800-831-0771 now. That's 800-831-0771 for your free reputation analysis. If you have negative material from an ex-employee, upset patient, or former client, newspaper article, legal issue, social media, or other source showing up in your search results, you can combat it with ReputationDefender.com. Our dedicated experts in patented technology can help make your online search results look their best. Call 800-831-0771 to learn more. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Or visit ReputationDefender.com. Want revenge on the common housefly? Well, after 10,000 years, someone has finally come up with a better way. The Bug Assault, a miniaturized shotgun, which utilizes ordinary table salt as ammunition. Non-toxic and no batteries required. So much fun, you'll forget you have a wife and kids. $39.95 and free economy shipping. Use discount code GCN and get an extra 10% off your purchase at BugAssault.com. Fire your fly swatter. Get your Bug Assault today. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Tech Night Owl Live, please send it to news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. If you'd like to discuss today's show with fellow night owls, visit our community forums at forum.technightowl.com. That's forum.technightowl.com. With Renee Ritchie of iMore, we're focusing on all the stuff that's happening in iOS 12. And the initial part is the fact that performance seems a whole lot better. Now, let me point out here that it's now available as a public beta. We'll give you the ordinary cautions. Be prepared to be in a situation where if it doesn't work, you know, you're going to have to restore your iPhones to make sure, or your iPad, to make sure that you have a ready backup. So you can go back to where you went before or something like that. And we were focusing on the performance improvements. Now, obviously, there is the fear, I guess, on the part of critics who will say, well, Apple is making your iPhone 6 perform better, which is a pretty good idea. Perform better, except now you're in a situation where older people who might have bought new iPhones because they were unhappy with performance will say, no, I don't need to do that because my phone works so good or so well, if we want to be more precise. So is there a danger here that when Apple does something that's really good like this, maybe, just maybe, they're placed in a position where they're hurting potential sales? I think that's probably true. I mean, but Apple takes a long-term view of this. Have you ever heard Tim Cook talk? He's, he doesn't really care about the short term, which drives some investors crazy. He really cares about the long term. And they believe deeply that if you provide people with a really good experience, they will come back to you. So if you frustrate somebody or their iPhone is no good, maybe they'll go buy a Samsung phone next. But if you do everything possible to show the value of, key, of being an Apple customer, they'll come back to you. And maybe they'll tell their friends and their friends will come to you. So even if it takes an extra year for you to buy another iPhone, 
And let's face it, iPhones aren't cheap. They're expensive. But part of the value that you get are all those software updates, which a lot of Android owners don't get. And you get things like free classes at Apple stores, which there's no Samsung or Google stores to go to for free classes. So they believe if they provide a greater total value proposition, they'll keep a lot of happy customers around. So in the long term, they won't buy the Samsung next time. The customer retention factor will be more. And this is an important thing to point out that you buy a brand new Galaxy S9, which is, you know, one of their top line phones. What are the chances you'll get a software update to the next version of Android? Or the version after that, or the ver- Apple's going all the way back to 2013 this year, which is five generations of updates for people. And those phones aren't just owned by them anymore. Often you give it to your spouse or your child or your parent uh, or your friend, you know, those devices stay around. And that, that again, increases the value of it because they, the hardware lasts a long time. So they're trying to make sure the software lasts as long as the hardware does. I've noticed that with my MacBook Pro. I have a MacBook Pro from 2010. Yeah. It works fine. Yep. However, High Sierra is the last operating system I can upgrade to because it will not work with Mojave. And the reason is something called Metal. Yeah, so Metal is Apple's graphics framework. For many years, Apple used uh, just a, an open standard one called OpenGL. <laughs> Uh, which is being deprecated this year. It's it's an older framework. So core animation, core image, all of these things now run over this unified Apple graphics layer, and it requires certain graphics cards to run it. And sadly, like the Mac that you have is just one year now too far to support what they're doing with things like Metal 2 this year, which adds even more features to it, both for rendering graphics. So it's easy to think about rendering graphics, playing games, making everything look smooth, but they're also using it for things like machine learning which they're using in their uh, core ML. So uh, so now increasingly people are using these you know, massive GPUs to do a whole range of things. And Apple wants to make sure that in order for them to get the best experience, sadly, they have to let go of some of the past. Sounds almost like paranormal. Get rid of the ghosts yep. of the past. And understand here that, as we said, with Metal Graphics, that debuted on the iPhone and iPad in 2013, which is why yep. the 2013 iPhones are the oldest models that could run iOS 12. So it's not that Apple is ditzing the Mac users here. It's an across-the-board decision. Yeah, and it's things like that have happened before. For example, a lot of the continuity features I introduced required Bluetooth 4.0, required low-power Bluetooth. And so the Macs that were you know, older, too old and didn't support that eventually got end-of-life. So there's always some sort of technological limit that you reach when you add new features. It's not a plot to make no. your Mac incompatible or your iPhone. It's that people expect that Apple's going to add new features and that there are times when those new features will have to supplant some of the older features in terms of capabilities. And if the older hardware can't handle it, what are you supposed to do? Not add the new features? And to, to mean, to, to only, uh, 2010 is eight years ago, so it got a pretty good run. Oh, I have to say that, yeah. I also added a solid state drive to it and more memory so it ran really good still runs pretty good i have it here with me now in an emergency but obviously i can no longer use it for this sort of thing running the mojave betas so i'm gonna have to set up like a second partition on my hard drive to install it that way you know not take chances until i think it's a little bit more secure smart smart man Yeah. Now, one thing just about Mojave before we get back to iOS 12. Apple 
introduced the Apple file system to iOS and the Mac last year, but did not provide support for the Fusion drives on Macs. So that's now added with Mojave? I'm going to wait and see when it's released because Apple had provisional support for it in the beta of High Sierra, both uh, Fusion drives and I think hard drives. But they didn't put it in the release version because it was getting a higher rate of errors. And they're very conservative about, as they should be, about anything that involves user data. It's just it's never acceptable to have any loss of user data. So I, they're using the people on the beta, I think, to retest those processes, the, the migration processes. If it's rock solid, I think they'll ship it. If it's not rock solid, I think they'll continue waiting. Well, therefore, don't convert. That's one reason I think why I won't. I have an iMac with a Fusion drive, and I don't want to convert until I know this is a safe procedure, so I'll wait till late in the beta process. Let's get back to iOS 12. So we know it seems to perform better, works in the same hardware as last year's iOS 11. Now, if I'm installing iOS 12 and I restart... Other than any performance enhancements, another thing I see here is when you use Touch ID, yeah. you feel a little buzz in your finger. Did you yeah. notice that? What's yeah. what's going on then with that? Uh, I think that's they want to. We have all these different kinds of interfaces now. We know visual interfaces. They went all the way back to command lines to graphical user interfaces on the Mac, and we know voice interfaces now because we have them with Siri and Alexa and Google Home, but. Apple and you know Nintendo even a little bit are experimenting with tactile user interfaces too, with haptics, which are very specific force feedback mechanisms. And you can feel them like when you roll the clock on, a, on an iPhone that has 3D touch, you actually feel the little tick, 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 ticks as it goes by. And I think they're trying to add these signals to things so that, for example, if you're not paying attention and you press the phone button, you know if you're unlocking it, but you also know if you're, if you're using Touch ID at the same time. It's a bit of a different feeling. Because unlike Face ID, you, you see Face ID, you see the unlock, it's apparent to you. Touch ID, really, you press the button, you press the button, there's no real difference if you're not looking at the screen. And this makes you know that you're unlocking your phone when you press it. Well, that's definitely useful. We've got Renee Ritchie of iMore and more to come. All the goods on iOS 12 on the Tech Night Owl Live. for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. It's a no-brainer. A Big Berkey water filter is the one you need, period. You need a water filter that removes chlorine, fluoride, pharmaceuticals, BPA, and other endocrine disruptors, pesticides, bacteria, viruses, and much more, right? And does it all at only two cents per gallon. Get the original and most trusted name in gravity water filtration, Big Berkey. And now GCN listeners receive 5% off ceramic filter systems using code GCN. Call or click 1-877-99-BERKEY or BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. That's 1-877-99-BERKEY. If you like alkaline water or know someone that does, you're going to love the Dylan Living Water Bottle. It creates alkaline water on the go while reducing plastic waste and saving you money. Made with surgical-grade stainless steel, the Dylan Bottle increases the pH up to 9 to deliver both alkaline and antioxidant water anywhere you want it. Alkaline water is healthier, tastes better, and can even boost energy. The Dylan Bottle makes it easy and affordable to be healthy and achieve optimal hydration. Get your Dylan Bottle today at dyln.co. That's dyln.co. Advertising is simple. It starts with someone who has a need. Mom! And then gets more specific. Mom, I want 
pizza. Then we add urgency. I want pizza tonight. Before you know it, your GCN advertising message is reaching millions of listeners. Listeners who are definitely in need. We want pizza. You see, advertising on GCN is simple. Your message meets their need, and the result means new business for you. Tell us about your business. Then let our super creative department go to work to craft just the right message to feed those who have an urgent need. We want pizza tonight. GCN has the most affordable national radio advertising rates. Period. And millions of people listen to GCN radio programs on over 1,000 AM and FM and XM stations and streaming audio live. Get started today with GCN, the Genesis Communications Network. Just shoot us an email: advertise at gcnlive.com. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit aigdirect.com. Do you have a family? Would you like to help make sure they'll be taken care of if anything were to happen to you? If you answered yes, you probably need life insurance. Now, do you think life insurance is expensive? If you answered yes to that too, you definitely need to give AIG Direct a call. We could find you a quarter of a million dollar policy for just fourteen dollars a month, which means you could save hundreds of dollars a year. Call us now for a free, no obligation quote. One eight hundred nine one zero five nine three six. Since nineteen ninety five, we've helped millions of people find out if they could save up to seventy percent on their term life insurance. See how affordably we can help you protect your family. Call AIG Direct now for your free quote. One eight hundred nine one zero five nine three six. You could save up to seventy percent. That's one eight hundred nine one zero five nine three six. One eight hundred nine one zero five nine three six. If you owe money to the IRS, you need to hear this. The IRS is cracking down on those who owe back taxes. It starts with a devastating letter. And if you don't act immediately, you could find yourself having your wages garnished or have a lien placed on your property. But there's a solution. Tax 10,000 can help. Avoid enforced compliance, where these holds on your income and seizure of your home could become a nightmare that just won't end. Call 800-239-9957 now and speak to one of our experts. 800-239-9957 is the number to link you directly to a tax resolution specialist who will negotiate with the IRS on your behalf. Working through the IRS Fresh Start program, all the forms will be handled for you. All you have to do is make the toll-free call, 800-239-9957. Find out if you qualify and possibly save yourself thousands of dollars, not to mention a lot of headaches. It could be the best call you've made today. That number again, 800-239-9957. This service does not provide tax settlement or legal services. We will refer you to a company that does provide such services. Often the IRS will not agree to any reduction in the amount owed. Not all taxpayers who owe more than $10,000 will qualify for a tax reduction program. Live with Gene Steinberg, it's the Tech Night Owl, because you never know what's going to happen next. On the Tech Night Owl Live, Renee Ritchie of iMore and... We're focusing on a lot of the goodies and things of iOS 12. Now, there have been two releases so far, the second release going to the public beta testers. In using it, have you noticed any specific glitches worth note? It's going to vary for people because we're at a state now where software is so complex that you get a literal butterfly effect where so much depends on the exact configuration and apps that you're running and features that you use. So two people can have widely different experiences now. In the first beta, I had springboard crashes, which is when the screen goes dark and you see the little 
twirly thing and then the screen comes back, but you, you don't have to log in again. So it didn't reboot. It's just the Springboard, which is the, the window management system of iOS Crash. So I had a few of those with Beta 1. I haven't had those with uh, Beta 2 yet, um, but I'm sure I'll run across something else that's weird as I spend more time with it. This might interest you it's from a reader to the technightowl.com, my column. And he says here, I'll just read this because I guess it relates to Apple interfaces, but also iOS 12. On the iPhone 10, it's damn near impossible to use the home button on the right side without sometimes also hitting a button on the left, therefore taking an unwanted photo that has to be hand-deleted. It would be great if we were given a preference option to disable the way of activating the camera. So is iOS 12 doing the same thing? Yeah, so iOS 12 actually, and it might even be an iOS 11.4, I have to check. So this was happening because people would pull the phone out of their their pocket and they would squeeze so hard they'd accidentally do a screenshot by squeezing both the, the on-off button and the volume button at the same time. Never happened to me. I, I make the other mistake of, of turning off the phone when I try to take a photo because I mistake the sleep button for the volume button, shutter button. Um, but a lot of people were having this problem. So what Apple did is there is a cool up, there's a ramp up period. So for the first few seconds, when it feels like when it detects your phone is moving and coming out of a pocket or something, it'll disable screenshots so that you won't have that accidental fill up your camera roll with uh, pocket shots all the time. I do run into a problem quite often with my iPhone where I'll give you one example. One of my side tasks is Uber driving, and maybe it's the design of the Uber app, but I'll be online and I'll stop for a second and maybe grab a cup of coffee or something. And I'll put the phone in my pocket because it's ridiculous to have them carry my phone. I figure if someone's pinging me, I'll hear it. I come back, I take my iPhone out of my pocket, I'm offline. Why? Because rubbing back and forth against my wallet in my pocket, it turns the app off. Is that just a case of bad design for an app or what? I mean, if it's if it's in your pocket, it's going to... If the phone is on and the screen is responsive, it's going to depend on whether the cloth of your pocket is enough to stop the capacitance of your leg. Because what the, the, the touchscreen only works if it feels a little bit of human of living electricity on it, basically. So if you're wearing thickish pants, it, sh- it shouldn't be able to get any input. Um, but also, you can just lock the screen and put it in your pocket, and then the app, sh- nothing should happen to the app at all. I wear jeans, and I kind of think it's got to be thick enough. Not to pick up anything from my leg. I was thinking it was rubbing against something. But then, as you say, it's a capacitant system, so it it should work. Or maybe I have some mystical power. You're an electrical field. I'm an electrical. I'm the electric man. Yes. That's it. I I start glowing. And people look at me and say, "Uh, okay, we realize that iOS 12 is in an early stage of progress. We'll get into more into it. But in looking over things now... Do you say to yourself, why did Apple do that? So there's one big thing that I'm, that I'm left scratching my head about, and that is the new search in photos. And the idea was good. Last year, Apple introduced machine learning, something called computer vision, which doesn't just know that it's a photo, but can start identifying elements of the photo. Like it can tell there's a mountain in the photo or a lake in the photo or a turtle, you know, all these sorts of things. And they had a few thousand categories and it was pretty good. But what they added this year was something called search refinement. So, for example, if you wanted to look for photos of New York City, you could type in New York City and then you could refine it down to 2017 or to coffee 
or to something else. You could find just shots of coffee that were in New York City. But the problem is the way they implemented it, you can't just type New York City coffee as one thing. It'll say no results, which is horrible. You should never, ever tell a user no results. You should bend over backwards to figure out what they want and give them the best results you can. Like if you go to Google and you type in New York City coffee, it's not going to say no results. It's going to fill up your screen with coffee from New York City. But what Apple wants you to do is type in New York City first, and then it's going to tokenize that, give you New York City results, and then type in coffee or 2017 or something, and it'll give you a subset of those results that are more specific. But humans don't really type that way. We don't want to have to do the parsing ourselves. We just want to type and have the computer figure it out. So right now, every time I use photos, I do it wrong the first time, have to grumble and delete it, wait for it, and then put in the second term. And I just I get frustrated every time. Definitely frustrating. By the way, folks, just want to tell you here, I'm running into a weird problem with a mic. I'm on the road. I'm in a motel now, and I'm using one of those Blue Yeti mics. And it's got a really wonky mute control. So in addition to making a noise, which I'm cutting out of the recording, sometimes I press it and it doesn't go into mute mode. And sometimes I release it from mute mode and it doesn't work. And I've gone through three samples. Isn't that weird? And I got it because I wanted the mute button. Famous last words. Yep. Be careful what you wish for. Let's continue here with Renee Ritchie of iMore. And we're talking about things that are interesting in iOS 12 and maybe a few lapses from Apple. But then again, it's a beta and things may change. So let's look now at something just as interesting here. And that is the other features. Okay, so the performance improvement is under the hood. This Siri capability doing what we would call in the days of the Mac and Apple script, automator-type actions directed by Siri. That's still not active yet, is it? Sort of. So Siri shortcuts is a little bit confusing because Apple is now using the Siri name for so many things. So what you get with Siri shortcuts are actually two separate systems. The first is a predictive system so that if you order a pizza uh, every, every Saturday before the football game, Eventually, the lock screen, when you go to pick up your phone, it'll say, do you want to make your usual pizza order? And you'll just be able to press the button and it'll save you unlocking your phone, finding the pizza app, tapping the app, finding your usual order, tapping that, placing your... In other words, it'll save you having to drill all the way down through the interface levels to do something that you do frequently. It'll just let you do that right away. And it'll do that for a lot of things. Oh, we saw a movie ticket in your wallet. Do you want to put on Do Not Disturb during the movie? Oh, we saw that you have dinner reservations. Here are the directions. But the traffic is really bad. You're going to be late. Do you want to text your friend and say, as a whole bunch of, we're just trying to predict what you want and do it for you, sort of push interface. And then at the other end of the spectrum, it has voice activation for background workflows. Apple bought the app Workflow a couple of years ago hired the team. And for the last couple of years, they've been working on this. So it's exactly what you said. You have the workflow app, which is going to become the Siri shortcut app when iOS 12 ships. And you'll be able to set up these workflows and then assign a voice command to them. So you'll be able to pick up your phone and say, homeward bound, and it'll immediately text uh, your significant other, your ETA, pull up directions for you to see if there's any traffic, queue up the latest NPR podcast for you to listen to on the way home and send your coffee order to the shop that you usually stop off (laughs) as you're about to leave. And all of that will just happen all at once in the background for you without you having to do anything else. We're getting a step closer to that Jarvis or Kit or or real powerful voice assistant future we've been dreaming of. Jarvis, that's the one for the wave rider, right? 
Jarvis no, no, my, that's uh, Iron Man. Yeah. Uh, what was the one for the Wave Rider in the Legends of Tomorrow? I don't remember. I know Kid is Knight Rider. And Kid is Knight Rider, yes. Yeah. Jarvis and, is Iron Man. Yeah. And the robot. Oh, and the Wave Rider, yeah. From Oh, Gideon. Gideon, right. Yeah. Gideon, Gideon. And that's a woman, by the way. Yep. Can't keep up with the robots. Well, Siri can be either. Siri tends to be, they ship Siri with a female voice in North America, but a male voice in England and parts of Europe, because they, based on what people tend to prefer in the different geographies. But you can switch it at yourself anytime. Well, you think in England, maybe you want to imitate Meghan Markle or something. <laughs> Irish got, and a South African accent now, too. We've got more to come with Renee Ritchie of Imore on the Tech Night Out Live. <laughs> Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest priced filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653. 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com. Healthcare reform is confusing, but whether it's finding an affordable insurance plan, keeping your doctor, or being able to afford needed prescriptions, navigating the healthcare system has become a challenge. Control your own healthcare costs and choices with Liberty HealthShare. Liberty HealthShare is not insurance. It is an association of self-pay patients who unite with like-minded people to share the cost of each other's medical needs. Neighbor helping neighbor. Learn more now by going to libertyoncall.org. That's libertyoncall.org. Bacon lovers, we ship free. Try our amazing bacon. No refrigeration required. Proprietary value-added packaging provides 10-year shelf life and protects the leanest, thickest, center-cut, fully-cooked bacon in America today. Ready to eat right from the pouch or warm and serve. Savory and delicious. Wholesale price for your everyday use. Order today at readytoeatbacon.com. Readytoeatbacon.com.
Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap, even though I slept eight hours. When I invented my pillow, I wanted it to where you can move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. My pillow will get you into that deep REM sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed; it's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. You can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-870-0305 and use promo code GCN. That's MyPillow.com or 800-870-0305 with promo code GCN. This is Fred. Uh, hi, I'm Fred. Fred's a repeater. I tend to repeat. Fred has a business. I do have a business. And a problem. Fred repeats the same tired advertising over and over, and now it doesn't work. Over and over. But Fred is about to see a vision. I'm seeing a vision. Advertising on the Genesis Communications Network is the smart way for Fred to reach his potential customers with the most affordable national advertising rates, period. Get started today with GCN, the Genesis Communications Network. Just email advertise at GCNlive.com. know what's going to happen next? Well, here's the Tech Night Owl, live with Gene Steinberg. So, Siri Shortcuts, fascinating. Yeah. What's do you think are really fascinating features for iOS 12? So let's, we'll be blunt. Apple said they're going to shut things down, like uh, social network tracking. If you go to the web, you'll often see Facebook and Twitter. And in the, in the old days, Google Plus buttons that were like like and share and comment. And they were, they were convenient if you used those social networks. But what they did is put tracking pixels behind all of those things so that Facebook or Twitter or Google would know that you were on those pages. And, and even if you didn't use the buttons, as soon as they loaded, they would know that it was you because you were logged into that service. They would know what websites you were on. And that's when you'd also get those, like you'd look at a website for a product and then you'd see ads for that product for the next week, uh, which some people thought was convenient. Some people thought was creepy, but Apple wants you to be able to choose, not the ad company. So now if it detects those things, it will give you a little drop down that says, we noticed that there are uh, social buttons on this on this site that are tracking you. Do you want to allow them or do you want to disable them? And then if you want, it will just cut those off and give them no information about you. Oh, they're going to love that. Also, this feature where it blocks by default the comment and like buttons. Yeah, and it'll even stop fingerprinting, which you know I'd never I'd heard about this, but I didn't realize how insidious it was because companies like Apple are bro- are blocking super cookies and they're blocking uh, share. What they're doing now is when you go to a web page, they try to grab the information about your computer and then they'll try to grab that every time and compare them so they can try and figure out if you're the same person based on the unique fingerprint of the computer you're using. And so Apple is now giving a very simple generic profile when they try to grab it so they can't sort of uh, computer ID you on your way across the internet either. Well, of course, Facebook won't like it. And I like the way Apple's doing it. They're not saying it can't happen. They're just saying you have to approve it. 
They can't do it sneakily behind your back without telling you. They can't just grab your personal data. They have to ask your permission. And that goes back to that famous Steve Jobs quote where he said, Apple has a very simple view on privacy. We have to ask you permission. We have to ask you permission over and over again. We have to ask you permission until you tell us to stop. And because it's your data, it's not ours. We have no preemptive right to it. And I think they're starting to impose that on other companies using their platform. Well, then these companies will probably have to make a bigger effort towards making their content compelling enough, providing enough security that you won't have a problem in allowing these features to work. Then again, if you've met some of the people I've met on Facebook lately, you may never want to be on Facebook again. Oh, that's so true. That's so true. Well, as most of our regular listeners know, there's a hate pack on Facebook and Twitter that decided that I am the enemy. And therefore, you know what happens. Social networks promote mob mentalities. It's sad but true, and the platforms do very little to prevent it. And they don't really care unless the content is really, really offensive, way over the edge, threatens, threatening physical violence, stuff like that. If they stop short of some real extreme behavior, they will do absolutely nothing to stop it. And even then, it just feels like they randomly choose when they're going to intervene and not. It's like, ah, we'll roll the dice. Okay, this time I'm going to do something about it. Okay, this time not. I take it you've seen this personally. Uh, I, I have seen it, but I think we've we've all seen it. Like, just internally, somebody says something on Twitter, and then someone someone famous quote tweets it and gets all their followers to go after them, and then people end up leaving Twitter. I mean, there's it's it, it can become a real torch and pitchfork environment just because there's an, an, there's that really famous joke on the internet that in an anonymity plus the internet equals uh, you know abhorrent behavior. Just because we feel like we're safe behind the screen, so we can be the worst possible version of ourselves. The problem with that is sometimes you can still find out who they are. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I found that I have a couple of people. I know where they work because they advertise it. Yeah. And therefore, I'll stop them. You know, I I don't want to call anybody's place of work and say, hey, you've got some dolt over there. It reminds me of the end of Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back when they got that list of everybody who trolled them on the Internet. They started visiting all at the very end during the credit scene. They started visiting all their houses and they were like young kids and priests and cheerleaders. I mean, sometimes online stalkers can shame people. Yep. And get to be pretty raunchy. So I haven't reached that point because you can't shame me. There's very little I haven't heard about yet. Yep. So they can't do that to me, but I can see where some people really get it bad. And therefore, I think there should be some kind of way to deal with that. But as you say, when you make the complaint to Facebook or Twitter, it's going to be an act of randomness as to whether they will act against you. Especially if they see it happening all the time, I would think they would be stronger about it. Back to iOS 12. Yes, sir. Okay. What else should we look for? ARKit is super interesting to me. So Apple introduced this a year ago, and it's Apple's augmented reality framework. And it started off... Uh, ubiquitously because it was available instantly on hundreds of thousands of iPhones and iPads, but it was relatively simple. It could only do vertical surfaces uh, and tr- and track on tables and things, sorry, and horizontal surfaces so it could track on tables. But it was still enough that you could, for example, watch someone animate R2-D2 through their kitchen. Um, really cool things like that. But very quickly with ARKit 1.5, which came out in, in the spring, Apple added irregular surfaces 
um, and a bunch of new technologies to it. And now we have ARKit 2. And with ARKit 2, they're adding even more stuff to it so that, for example, they can do reflection maps. And because they can't really tell what the environment is, they use uh, machine learning to create this, they call it a hallucination of a real 3D environment and map that to reflective objects. But the biggest thing they're doing is shared experiences, which means previously, if, if you were sitting there in an AR world and playing a game, you were by yourself. But now I could join you. And Apple had a couple demos. They had a demo of a Lego house and a demo of a slingshot game. The slingshot game was fun. You could have you know, two, three people. Each of you had slingshots. And you try to knock down the other person's slingshots. And it existed only in your iPad and your iPhone. If you looked at the table, the table was empty. But you looked through your iPhone, and there was this whole block, castle, and wall structure that you had to blast your way through. And other people with their devices could watch you. So they could walk around the table and look through their iPhones and watch the game. And they had a Lego demo where you can now scan real-world objects into AR kit. They, ha they have some limitations. They have to be physical and textured and, uh, and, you know, and solid-looking so it can get a good picture of them. But then it can create augmented reality versions. So you look at this big Lego house, and then it turns into an AR house, and it splits open, and you can drop the Joker in it, and he sets it on fire. And then you can call up Batman, and he helps the people escape and then puts the fire out. And it's, it's like you're playing with Lego in a way you could never do in the real world and it's it's getting super impressive uh, at this point now one feature i kind of like is this new facetime capability i'd like to know more about the ability to have what 32 simultaneous <laughs> a group of 32 people for facetime facetime group now the question is here that's a lot of bandwidth how is this going to be handled 32 people connected online so uh, it's 32 people because the current limit to iMessage uh, groups is 32, and Apple wanted to make it easy to jump back and forth between FaceTime calls and iMessage texts. And you want to be in a situation where you have 32 people in a group, you press a button, and oh, you know, some of you can't join the call, we're sorry. Or you have a call, and then you want to text, and you just can't text everybody in the call. So Apple thought it was important to have those numbers be the same. So what, what basically happens is you press the button, and you set up a FaceTime call, and it works the same as a FaceTime call does now. Basically, it connects you to Apple's server, and then everyone else gets connected to Apple's server. And it does push down these connections to you, but in most cases, the people along the bottom uh, in the roster are very, very small. And then the people filling the screen are bigger or smaller, depending on how much movement they have, how loud they are, the last time that they spoke, and all of these things. So it does a lot of work to sort of manage the bandwidth under the covers. Of course, the bigger, if you're on like a big, strong Wi-Fi connection, it'll look clearer and better than if you're on a really bad cellular connection, but you have the option to do both. You see, I was thinking here, since I hate Skype as much as you do. Yes. I was thinking here that maybe I could do this show sometimes on a FaceTime group, using, of course, Audio Hijack, which should grab the audio from anything, just audio only, but obviously restricted to people who have iPhones and max yep that's a lot of people so possibly we can consider doing that i was thinking the exact same thing yeah you know because skype is so irregular erratic you can Terrible. be online and nobody <laughs> sees you i know you and i'm getting yep. connected today we had a few glitches so this is something that we'd like to look at in more detail we also want you to look in more detail at tech night out plus for more information go to plus.technightout.com Tech Night Owl Plus offers you a version of this show free of the network ads 
with better quality audio prices starting at just $1.49 a week. Plus.technightowl.com. We've got more to come with Renee Ritchie. He's from iMore. Go to iMore.com. More to come on the Tech Night Owl Live. listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Classic science fiction at its best. Available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R O C K O I D S.com. This is Dan Pillard. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands, and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement, and I'm telling you, There's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists, get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and sling bows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow, a new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. Welcome back to the Tech Night Owl Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. So we continue here, and by the way, he's got this tremendous article that he wrote for iMore. It's called the iOS 12 Preview. Audacious new proactivity meets fierce new privacy. Fascinating. And he's got a dozen of the key things going on. And one thing I'm going to ask him, because I haven't tried it yet on my wife's iPad, we know what's going on with the iPhone. There have been specific things going on for iPads, like, for example, with iOS 11, it seemed more Mac-like, in a sense. looks more like a proper dock and a few other features that seem to be similar, drag and drop, and improve multitasking. What's being done for the poor, sometimes neglected (laughs) iPad owner with iOS 12? 
So it's not a huge year for iPad. iOS 9 gave us split view, which was multi-windowing. iOS 11, just what you said, it gave us drag and drop uh, and the new dock and a bunch of other good features. iOS 12, it's getting everything the iPhone gets. So it's getting that new FaceTime. It's getting that new performance. It's getting the new AR kit, all of that. Specific features, it's getting, it's getting bigger, better pencil handling. So if you have the pencil, you can adjust the size of the nib, the, the opacity, the color more easily. But the, the, the super interesting thing is it's got a new status bar layout and they've replaced the iOS 11 gestures with iPhone 10 gestures where you swipe up to get to the home screen, swipe up higher to get to the multitasking, swipe sideways to switch between apps. Uh, and it's got a lot of people thinking that, you know, why would Apple do this unless they're planning uh, an iPad that really takes advantage of it the way the iPhone 10 does now? That's kind of a controversial feature, too, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, th- I think some people are sort of got really used to iOS 11, but I think a lot of if come September or October, we have an iPad that has, uh, for example, a true depth camera on it. Right now, some of the new features in FaceTime and iMessage, they're awesome. Like you can you can go into an augmented reality camera and create like masks for yourself and drop AR stickers on and have and have these really fun interactions. But you can only do it on iPhone 10. And when you add that feature to iPad, I think that's going to be really compelling for people. But in order to put that camera in and replace the home button, you've got to move to those gestures. Uh, so it's sort of a trade-off. Everything's a trade-off, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Design is compromise. Exactly. That's, that's what it's all about. And hopefully the compromises will make enough sense yeah. that people will like it. Let's spend a few moments here with Mojave. Yes. Assuming Mojave wants to spend time with us. As I said... I'm kind of avoiding installing it right now because I'm concerned about the possible automatic transfer to APFS. Unless you can change that, is that available as an automatic thing with Fusion drives or what? No, it'll ask you. It won't ever... There's Data loss is just not acceptable. It'll always ask you before it does any sort of conversion on any of your drives. Well, maybe I'll set up a second partition here and give it a whirl at least get into it because I no longer have the access to the MacBook Pro. But I'll yeah. make sure I have my usual three backups. <laughs> totally. So, no, seriously, I do. I have a Time Machine backup. I have a standard clone backup with Carbon Copy Cloner. And I have an offsite backup. Yeah, that's the best strategy. Right. So no matter what they do to me, <laughs> they can't just, I mean, and, you know, you never know what these weird people online. Or what online you do to get. yourself, right? <laughs> what would I do to myself, you know, or... Or something like that. You know, whatever. Whatever I do to myself, somewhere, somehow, my data can be recovered. Okay, Mac. So Mac OS ten Mojave. What should yes, we sir. look for except for fewer Macs being supported? So I, the big thing is uh, dark mode. Well, not the big thing, but the most apparent thing is dark mode, a true full-on dark mode. So when you launch Mojave, you'll have the choice between sticking with the traditional now light mode aqua interface or going to this dark mode interface and it's more than just a wallpaper the, the menu bar is dark the dock is dark all the windows are dark and they're also smart about it so it'll sample the background for example what the windows that are behind it your wallpaper so that it won't be just gray it'll sort of adjust the color cast to be warmer or or cooler sorry depending on the rest of the environment so it doesn't really stand out too much and they've got these fun new accent colors. Previously, it was you could choose between blue and graphite, and that was it. But now there's orange and purple and 
green and, and red and you can sort of choose any color combination you want and they even have dynamic wallpapers uh, there's only one right now it's the mojave desert big surprise but you can put it on and then it'll start off in the morning and then go to the afternoon and transition to night as you're using your computer so it sort of makes it feel like it's a little bit more alive i'm one of those people who doesn't like white text on a black background yeah but you know i'll give it a try I tried the dark mode for High Sierra and I tried it for three minutes and said no. So you think this one, I'll say, hey, maybe I should give it a whirl? Very specifically. So it's meant for, I think, two big use cases. One is for professionals. Uh, and your know, pro apps have always been like Final Cut Pro, Aperture, all of those things have always had a dark background because they wanted the interface to sort of disappear and your content to get all your attention, your photos, your videos, your documents, those to be front and center. So this does that. The for like coders, people using Xcode, they will do you know tech, uh, a dark background for the text. But if you're using Pages or Word, the background will still be white, the text will still be black, but everything around it will be this dark mode. And the second is if you're in a dark environment, or for example, if you're reading in bed and you don't want your significant other to hit you with a pillow, or all the lights are out and you don't want the glare on your eyes from the screen, you can switch to dark mode and it'll just give you a more subdued, more relaxed more focused environment to work with. So maybe I'm editing this show, assuming there's support for dark mode in the apps I use. Yes. I will appreciate this. Yeah, because then the, the audio uh, timeline will be, will be right in front of you and you won't have to see all the window chrome competing for attention. All right, I think I'll give it a whirl. Of course, I'll have to set up that alternate partition. Yes. On this Mac, make sure that when it does do the update, it does not enforce APFS on me? Yes. I will do all. I'll take all those precautions, make sure that I'm in good shape. So other than the dark mode, what else? So you've got a lot of the same things that you have on iOS. So the same intelligent tracking prevention and the same fingerprinting. Safari, I mean, it sounds silly, but people have been asking for this for a long time. Safari will now show you fave icons in your tabs. You have to, it's not on by default. At least it wasn't for me. You have to turn it on. But then all the tabs, if you have a bunch of tabs open, it'll show you the icon for the site so that you can better visually you know, decide which site it is and which one you want to go to without having to go through every tab looking for the site you want. Okay. This sounds really encouraging, Mojave. I'll try it, be very cautious about it, make sure that my backups are ready. And this is the caution, of course. Try not to install it on a work Mac. Don't be yep. stupid like I am. Yes. Or as I'm doing, I have multiple backups here. I have two right here that if things got bad i could reinstall yep high sierra and stick with it i wouldn't have to put up with that kind of stuff totally but just to be cool and otherwise i wouldn't do it at all and i'll be honest about that i would not do it at all because it could be flaky now the mac os mojave beta how's it been yes. for you it's good i mean there's often people think that app that is the new features that cause problems but apple has been slowly modernizing the entire architecture of the Mac. You mentioned APFS um, before. They've also done, uh, they've redone the windowing server. They've redone the launch daemon. And this year they're beginning a big transition, which is bringing iOS apps to the Mac. So you get the news app, the voice recorder app, the stocks app, and the home app, the home kit for the first time is coming to the Mac, which is great. Uh, but they're coming to the Mac by way of these iOS apps uh, and this is going to, they're only available to Apple right now. Next year, they'll be available to developers. They don't quite feel like Mac apps yet. They feel more like quasi iPad Mac apps, 
Um, but I've, I've heard that's going to be improving over the next year. Uh, but things like that will take a little bit of getting used to when you jump on the beta. We've got more to come, so much more to come with Renee Ritchie of iMore. And remember, please remember, check out Tech Night Out Plus for access to a special version of the show free of the network ads. Tech Night Out Plus. Go to plus.technightout.com. This is Tech Night Out Live. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. How well and how fast does heart and body extract work to improve blood circulation? Listen. My name is Ellis, and I'm 66 years old, and I live in Jacksonville, Florida. Two years ago, I was diagnosed as having clogged arteries. I had 70% blockage in one artery leading to my heart. They wanted me to go on Plavix, but I refused, knowing the negative side effects. Heart and Body Extract is a unique balance, synergy, and proportion of herbs reaching from head to toe at maximum absorption around 95% at the cellular level. Within the first month, I felt a dramatic difference. The heaviness in my legs was reduced, and within two months, I felt completely normal. Your natural organic herbal formula for heart health is Heart and Body Extract. Heart and Body Extract comes with a 100% ironclad money-back guarantee. Details at hbextract.com or call 866-295-5305 for Heart and Body Extract. Call 866-295-5305. 866-295-5305 for Heart and Body Extract. This is Fred. Uh, hi, I'm Fred. Fred's a repeater. I tend to repeat. Fred has a business. I do have a business. And a problem. Fred repeats the same tired advertising over and over, and now it doesn't work. Over and over. But Fred is about to see a vision. I'm seeing a vision. Advertising on the Genesis Communications Network is the smart way for Fred to reach his potential customers with the most affordable national advertising rates, period. Get started today with GCN, the Genesis Communications Network. Just email advertise at GCNlive.com. Non-attorney paid spokesperson. Could your house go into foreclosure? Are you behind on your mortgage payments? Does it seem like the bank has no interest in helping you save your home and you feel like you have nowhere to turn for help? Then we have good news for you. Foreclosure Protection Services can help save your home as they specialize in foreclosure assistance. That's all they do. If you're behind on your mortgage payments, being threatened with foreclosure, have been denied a loan modification, or been the victim of a predatory loan, it's critical that you call Foreclosure Protection Services now at 800-667-9035. Their network of attorneys and their agents are available to speak to you now. If you're behind on your mortgage payments, Foreclosure Protection Services can help stop the foreclosure process. Call today before it's too late. New laws are in effect that may save your home. 
Call for closure protection services now at 800-667-9035. 800-667-9035. That's 800-667-9035. Healthcare reform is confusing. With the loss of the Obamacare mandate, those needing help can now choose an affordable alternative. By joining Liberty HealthShare, you're part of a community of health-conscious Americans all over the country who control their own healthcare costs and choices. Liberty HealthShare is not insurance. It is an association of self-pay patients who unite with like-minded people to share the cost of their medical needs. Neighbor helping neighbor. Learn more now by going to libertyoncall.org. That's libertyoncall.org. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Tech Night Owl Live, please send it to news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. If you'd like to discuss today's show with fellow Night Owls, visit our community forums at forum.technightowl.com. That's forum.technightowl.com. We have Renee Ritchie of iMore. Go to iMore.com. Check out his preview of iOS 12. It's really, really long. Sometimes technical, but not super technical. He's really careful about that, Renee. But the key here is the most important thing, is that what he's done here is tell you everything you needed to know and some things you didn't even expect to ask (laughs) about iOS 12. And I've read it, most of it. Oh, thank you. And I really enjoyed it. I'm being, that's why I asked for you this week, by the way, because of yeah. that article. I want to give Mojave its fair shake. Now, again, I assume with the full support of Metal and Metal 2 and giving up support for the older Macs, will there be a general performance boost? There's nothing specific like there is on iOS to improve performance. And Metal 2, a lot of what it does is sort of under the scenes and developers have to access it. So if you are doing machine learning and you're doing machine learning models, one of the biggest things is create ML, which is designed to let people who aren't experts in machine learning create models. And Apple's doing a ton of really, I'm not an expert in machine learning by any stretch of the imagination, but they're using a lot of techniques to make it much faster to load those models, much faster to run those models, making those models much smaller, and also making those models work at a local scale so you don't have to go and buy a bunch of server capacity for example just to run your machine learning uh, you know for example you've got to feed a bunch of photos into you have an app that tries to identify a dog based on the picture of the dog tell you what species it is and you'd have to load all these pictures of dogs in to teach it and, and one of the craziest things about machine learning is you don't code it like you do a traditional program you teach it like you train a pet uh, and so you you like dog not dog beagle not beagle you know a uh, bulldog not bulldog And it's got to learn these things. And they made it much faster and much more efficient and much more compact to do all that training. Sounds really good to me. Sounds excellent to me. And I'm looking forward to that. Now, Siri, let's get back to Siri a little bit because we have the Siri shortcuts and everything for iOS 12, which I still think is automated actions with a speaking voice. But what do I know? No, exactly right. Right. And our old friend, Sal. Yes. Left Apple, the Apple script team. Pardon? His legacy continues. It sure does. I'm glad they're doing this. It's okay. amazing. Even in the Finder now, there's a little button that lets you create custom automator actions and make them into action buttons right on the Finder. So, I mean, they're taking all the work he did and they're really pushing it forward and get, making it much more easy to access. What they should do is change the name of the feature to Sal. Yes. Like you have Siri and Sal and they work together. 
Very well, as a matter of fact. Let's continue here, looking over what's happening with our new operating systems. Now, there were published reports that Apple decided, because of some very serious glitches with iOS 11, to ditch some planned features for iOS 12 and hold them off to next year. True? I don't know the best way to phrase it. There, there were other things that were scheduled to be part of iOS 12, but because resources are limited, when they decided to do this big push into performance, which was probably a response to the iPhone slow and the performance uh, gating controversy that happened last year over batteries, you know, like the, the, the batteries were causing iPhone. Apple chose to prevent iPhones from shutting off unexpectedly by gating the performance of the CPU, and that made the iPhones feel slow. They decided to invest this time in making these performance enhancements, and that meant some of the things that they had those engineers scheduled to do have now been pushed to next year. So it's sort of like performance became a feature, but because everything's a compromise, everything's a trade-off, the features they'd already had scheduled get pushed to next year instead. The other problem we had here with iOS 11 is features promised for the beginning of the year took a while, like AirPlay 2. And if we recall, originally macOS High Sierra was supposed to have support for Fusion drives. Yes. With APFS. And then we had Craig Federighi saying it will be in a future release. He didn't say that future release would be next year's release. Yeah. But is that one thing Apple wants to avoid? Or does it make sense, like every few months, just to have some fascinating new feature with a maintenance update for iOS or macOS? Um, I think just, you know, and I, I'm not Craig Federighi, and I don't know how to manage engineers for a living, but I think just as a consumer, it would be more interesting to me to have some of those features. And Apple does do that. Like they have new emojis come with iOS 11.2, and this new feature comes with iOS 11. You know, 11.3. So they do a little bit of that. I think in, in some cases, they believe they're really close to shipping something, so they announce it, and then some really complex issue or edge case comes up. Like AirPlay 2, they knew what they wanted, they thought they were there, but then they started testing it internally, and they had a whole bunch of situations they didn't expect. Like people, you're playing two stereo pairs here, but in the kitchen, and what should the default behavior be? And what do people expect it to be? And a whole bunch of different opinions came up, and somebody has to go through and say, no, no, this is what we're going to do. And so it took a while to get that, and it has to be rock solid. Like when it's audio, people can hear if it's even slightly off. You can't ship it if it's not perfect. So it took longer than they anticipated. And I think they're going to be careful about uh, being more conservative, maybe, in how they, they figure out what's ready to announce and what's not. Well, I'm certainly looking forward to all this stuff. Let's cover one more thing before we let you go. We've got like maybe three minutes here. Sure. So are we, we're going to have a special event this fall, you think, for new Macs? I don't know about new Macs. I know you know for sure iPhone is guaranteed to be an event. iPad is probably going to be an event. If the new Macs are ready, and I think they will be, they'll probably be part of that event. Well, I know in the past they've had Macs separated from, of course, the iPhone events. I mean, they've had two kinds. One is they've had smaller September event and then a small October event. And then more recently, they've had these enormous events where they announced like four or five big products, like the new watch, the new iPhone, the new Apple TV, the new iPad. Uh, or WWC last year, where it was new iPads. They gave you the hint of the iMac Pro, new iPad, new iMac Pros. Uh, sorry, new iMacs, new uh, MacBooks, new MacBook Pros, all at once. So I think it's not beyond them to just have a mega event either. Apple doesn't wait. So if something is ready to go, they just go. So whatever is ready to go in September, they'll go with. And then if it's not ready, maybe we'll hear about it in October. Do you think at all that at one of these events, Apple is going to give us a preview of the next Mac Pro? Uh, I would like them to. I think they're maybe a little bit gun-shy given how long it took HomePod to come out, how long it's taking 
air power to come out. So they might keep things a little closer to the vest. But hopefully as we get into next year, when it's closer to it shipping, they'll start to show us some more. Well, I would look forward to that. Definitely want to see something more. I recall the 2013 Worldwide Developers Conference, and they said, look at this brand yeah. spanking new Mac Pro. Yep. And some of us said, what the heck is that? Because we thought of all the easy upgrading we could do with the older Mac Pros, but whatever. And they introduced it on December 32nd or something like that. <laughs> yes. That year. So that was a typical Apple maneuver. So I was thinking here, if they're really going to get that thing out in 2019, they could introduce it at the next Mac event, whatever it is. Say, here's 10 minutes of Mac Pro, a preview. It will be out early in yeah. 2019, assuming early is early. Anyway, there we go. We'll see what happens with that. Do you believe it's going to be a 2019 release, though? I do, but like you, I'm always suspicious that that means you know New Year's Eve. <laughs> Could be, yes. Renee Ritchie, please tell our listeners where we find more of your stuff. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at Renee Ritchie. You can find me on iMore, iMore.com slash Vector, or I have a brand new YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash Vector Show, and I do a bunch of videos on there. If you don't want to read, you can go there and watch. Okay, Renee Ritchie, thanks for joining us on the Tech Night Out Live. Thank you so much. For listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest priced filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653. 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com. Now there's a proven powerful anti-inflammatory that absorbs 40 times better. Yes, Nanocurcumin Plus from One Planet Nutrition contains smaller particle size that allows absorption over 40 times better into your bloodstream. Nanocurcumin Plus may also help reduce pain and inflammation, detoxify, and help against heart disease and diabetes. Nanocurcumin Plus is now on sale at OnePlanetNutrition.com. Use promo code GCN for your special discount at OnePlanetNutrition.com, the next generation of nutritional supplementation. Attention business owners and independent contractors. This is a money-saving message from Tax Mediation Services. If your business owes $20,000 or more in taxes, we can help you today, right now. Listen, dealing with the IRS is no picnic. It's an intimidating and extremely stressful process, and you don't want to go it alone. Our attorneys know every law, every tax break, and every possible opportunity to help you resolve and reduce your tax debt. And if you owe more than $20,000, you may be at the top of their hit list. So don't take your tax debt lightly because it will not go away on its own. The IRS can seize your bank accounts, your home, and even shut down your business. Call our tax experts today at 1-800-261-9818 and let us deal with the IRS while you focus on your business. That's 1-800-261-9818. Again, 800-261-9818. 
Have you checked your Google search results lately? Search results are usually the first impression that people form of you or your business. So make sure that they create a positive impression with ReputationDefender.com. What the Internet says about you can have a big impact on your life and your livelihood, even if it's not true. Fortunately, you can now control how you look online and in online search results with ReputationDefender.com. Call 800-831-0771 now. That's 800-831-0771 for your free reputation. Analysis. If you have negative material from an ex-employee, upset patient, or former client, newspaper article, legal issue, social media, or other source showing up in your search results, you can combat it with ReputationDefender.com. Our dedicated experts in patented technology can help make your online search results look their best. Call 800-831-0771 to learn more. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Or visit ReputationDefender.com. Warning, if you're drowning in debt you can't afford, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to pay it all back, because you don't. What the credit card companies don't want you to know is that there's actually a way to get debt-free without paying off your entire debt or going bankrupt. If you have $5,000 or more in credit card debt, you now have the right to let us settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. For free information, call Credit Associates now. 1-800-959-5759. We'll even show you how much money you could save. If you can't afford to pay off all your debt, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to. Call Credit Associates now for free information on how to get debt-free faster than you ever thought possible without debt consolidation or bankruptcy. We depend on your success and offer a guarantee, so there's no risk. For free information, call now. 1-800-959-5759. That's 1-800-959-5759. What's going to happen next? You never know when you're listening to the Tech Night Owl live with Gene Steinberg. We welcome Lauren Trumpy, and she represents a site called Thrifter, where she's Hello. a senior editor. Thrifter. What play yeah. is Thrifter? So Thrifter is all about, uh, we like to say, spending where it matters. So taking that money that you work so hard for and making it work better, whether that's you know, getting deals on things that you want or things that you need or just shopping a little smarter, we aim to help you kind of do the best that you can with the money that you have. So you show bargains and things like that, right? Yeah, yep. So we we kind of are a team of of people that love to shop, love to save money, um and we scour the internet every day looking for the best discounts on things from, you know, tech like smartphones, uh TVs, video game consoles, all the way down to things like everyday essentials such as paper towels or pet food. Um basically, if it's on sale and it's worth getting at that price, we'll be posting about it. <laughs> So is this something that you're able to monitor on a day-by-day basis because prices are so ephemeral, especially online? Uh, yeah, I would say that, you know, with the the way that online shopping is now, stores have to work a little harder to sway a consumer to come to them rather to one of their competitors. So we kind of take advantage of the the vast world of online shopping. Um 
And, you know, you see deals that come back every few weeks or so, things like site-wide sales or coupons, but lots of times it'll just be a price drop on a particular product that we then share with our, our readers. Now, with something like this, do you ever monitor physical retail stores or only if they're connected with the online store? We tend to stick to online deals. You know, there will be some where um, it'll be a, a particularly good discount that we'll then share about, you know, you can go in store and, and save this way or choose free in-store pickup to save on shipping. But I would say the vast majority of the deals that we post are available online. You know, what's very interesting here, and I'll give you two examples I know about. I have a dog, little Bichon, a little white, white dog named Teddy Bear. <laughs> And I go shopping, say, at Petco or PetSmart, and both of whom do the same thing, which is you go in there and you see a price. You see a price under the item. Say right. it's seventeen ninety nine. You go online to that store's site, and it's $2 cheaper. Mm-hmm. Which I don't oh. understand why they do that. And you're still paying sales tax. You know, because right. they do business in your state. Right. So I go, what I normally do then is every time I buy anything at either of these two stores, I then go online and see what the price is. Sometimes they have a store special where it's cheaper. Usually it's a dollar or two cheaper online. And of course, right. they'll match their own price. They won't match anybody else's price. But what's the point of that? Well, I think that for online shopping, most of the time, you know, you are shopping from the comfort of your home so you can scroll around and maybe add some things to your cart. Whereas if you were in store, you would tend not to do that potentially. But also, if you're shopping online, you have to keep in mind the shipping costs. So lots of times there will be a, a threshold that you have to meet in order to get free shipping, um, which is where we really like to share the deals where either, you know, through Amazon, you can get free shipping through Amazon Prime or with a lot of stores such as Walmart or some of even the specialty stores like you were mentioning, Petco and PetSmart, you can choose free in-store pickup. So that's kind of, to some people, it may not be worth it if you're only saving $2 because then you still have to go to the store to pick it up. But, you know, in my in my opinion, if you're going to be driving there anyway or pass there anyway, it's it's worth it to save because all of that money that you save ends up adding up. So it may be more inconvenient potentially, but if you're saving money, I, I say that that's worth it. Kind of forces you into doing multiple steps just to make a purchase. I want to go to the store and buy something, but wait a minute. I want to get the best price. I have to go online or I have to do this, that, and the other thing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it takes it takes work to be a, a frugal shopper. <laughs> try to make it easier, though. We really do. We try to make it uh, a much smoother process especially because it can be intimidating. You know, you have all of these hundreds of retailers to choose from and you're like, I just want to buy some dog food. Uh, so at the site like Thrifter, we kind of do the harder work for you. Well, of course, I've already learned, I guess, the lesson of PetSmart and Petco, which is most of the time the online price will be cheaper. So always bring in my iPhone and look at the price as I'm buying things. It kind of makes things take longer, but what are you going to do? Right. Yeah. It, there are still some stores that do the price matching, which is awesome because more and more over the, over recent years, the divide between in-store and online shopping has kind of gotten wider. 
to where stores are even reluctant to price match their own online clearance, for instance. I've seen that happen with a few bigger retailers and sometimes store associates even aren't trained in the process. So it's worth it if you can do it. It's just sometimes kind of a pain. (laughs) Well, I think they look at me and they say, why is this idiot doing this stuff to annoy us we just want to do the shopping instead they got to type a thousand different characters into their ancient point of sale system in order to figure out what's going on so they don't like me i think very much (laughs) maybe you have to start shopping online instead (laughs) well it's a matter of timing you know i ran out of dog food right and i want to get it i want to wait for it to be fulfilled online oh i'll get it today and i'll go to the local store and i won't have to pay for shipping because mm-hmm. then maybe depending on the store if you're not doing amazon prime which i want to ask you about in a moment you have to go there and buy it and just take it home which is sometimes easier than waiting for the package on a rare occasion they mess things up so this way it's always always correct i want to ask you here we all know about amazon prime right i'm going to ask you about prime day coming up but for those who haven't tuned in, I know there's two or three people out there who don't understand what Amazon Prime is all about. Can you give us like a detailed background? Oh, absolutely. So uh, Amazon Prime, the biggest and I would argue best benefit is that you get free two-day shipping on millions and millions of items on Amazon's website. But there are some other benefits too. You know, you can get uh, Prime Video, so you have uh, access to stream a ton of different shows, including some uh, Amazon originals that have won some awesome awards. There's Prime Music Streaming, which is an ad-free music service that has millions of songs. Uh, they have photo storage, um, a ton of different benefits like that. And then also one that I would say is maybe the second best benefit, if not the first, maybe on par with free shipping, um, you get access to some exclusive discounts. So sometimes that means only prime members can buy a certain item or get a certain discount. Or sometimes it means you get early access to deals like lightning deals, prime day deals, black Friday deals. Um, actually you were just talking about pet food. A recent one was if you had never ordered uh, pet food through your Amazon account, if you were a prime member, you could save 40% on your first order, which is a pretty steep discount. So it really does pay to be a member. Um, it isn't free. So you can sign up for a free 30-day trial. And after that, um, I believe now the price is $120 a year, which is pretty steep to some people. Uh, there are ways to save on that. If you're a student, if you receive EBT or Medicaid benefits, uh, some things like that. And they also have family memberships. So you can share your free shipping benefits with members of your household. But if you shop on Amazon frequently, uh, that $120 a year, it, it covers itself, especially once you add in those those benefits like the Prime Video, Prime Music, and, and things like that. Now, this is interesting, something you may not know, and I'm going to keep it to the next segment. More to come with our guest, Lauren Strompe, and she's with Thrifter.com, and she will help guide you to saving money on your next online purchase. All right, so we'll continue here. This is the Tech Night Owl Live more excitement. Thank you for listening to GCN. 
Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's The Coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Most of you know that heart disease is the number one silent killer in the U.S. What if I told you for just $54.95 a month you could fight against heart disease naturally? At Heart and Body Extract, we've been helping thousands of people get back to a healthier heart. Don't just take my word for it. Check out all of the success stories at hbextract.com. Or to order, call 866-295-5305. That's 866-295-5305. hbextract.com. Don't risk it when you can take charge of it. Bacon lovers, we ship free. Try our amazing bacon. No refrigeration required. Proprietary value-added packaging provides 10 years shelf life and protects the leanest, thickest, center-cut, fully-cooked bacon in America today. Ready to eat right from the pouch or warm and serve. Savory and delicious. Wholesale price for your everyday use. Order today at readytoeatbacon.com. Readytoeatbacon.com. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. With uncertain times in the United States, it's only prudent to consider storing precious metals in a safe place outside of our borders. At Miles Franklin Limited, we have done just that for you. Partnered with the most respected storage company in the industry, Miles Franklin Limited is proud to offer the only fully insured private safe deposit box system in North America, held in Vancouver and Toronto. Send us your previously purchased precious metals or have one of our brokers help you purchase something new. Questions? Please call one of our experienced brokers at 866-485-4346. Solid foundational storage partnered with the most respected name in security. That's Miles Franklin Limited. Celebrating our 29th year in business without ever receiving a customer complaint. Call us at 866-485-4346. Again, that's 866-485-4346. Miles Franklin Limited, a name you can trust. 
hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and slingbows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow, a new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. What are you listening to? The Tech Night Isle Live with Gene Steinberg. What's going to happen next? You never know. We have Lauren Strompy, and she's the thrifter, or one of the thrifters. And I want to mention something interesting I learned about Amazon Prime. Of course, you can subscribe $119 for the year, and it just went up recently, or by the month. But there's also another way. depends. If you fit into the category of being somewhat lower income or something like that, you receive Medicaid or any of those things. I don't know if there's a senior program. They will charge you half Amazon to be a member. Did you know that? That development was, I think it was over the last year. And, you know, it caused some people had like negative opinions of it and some people were very excited about it. But it comes in part uh, because a lot of people can't, they struggle to access physical stores for their groceries um, and things like that. Or they could live in a food desert where the nearest grocery store is. 20 minutes away. And if you're living on a limited income, it can be difficult to find transportation. So with Amazon, if you have Amazon Prime, you can get those things that you need delivered to you and not have to worry as much about how am I going to get to my local grocery store and pay whatever price they want me to pay because that's my only option. Um, So I think it opened up a lot of doors for a lot of people who maybe didn't have those options before. In any case, obviously, Prime Video is a feature that interests me, not just being able to get free second-day shipping on a lot of items, but Prime Video because they have original shows and everything like that. Have you checked into those? Like The Man in the High Castle? Yes, that was a really good one. I actually I uh, hadn't heard of it before it won, what was it, an an Emmy? I'm not good at keeping up with those those, uh, names, but I did like that show a lot, and they also have um, some good movies and some funny comedy sketches. I would say that maybe it's not on par with Netflix or Hulu, but there's definitely some things worth watching. Um, I'm excited for, what is it? I think it's Jack Ryan that's coming out soon. That right, that's of course the Tom Clancy character. Yes, with... Uh, uh, what is his name? John Krasinski. He's starring in that, and I'm very excited to see see it. I look forward to that. And by the way, those who have Apple TVs, Amazon recently agreed to include their Prime Video app with Apple TV. So, you know, you can almost see it anywhere. That's fascinating. Yeah. I saw Man in the High Castle for about 30 seconds. And I never got a chance to get back to it. But that's part of the benefit. Okay, let's talk more about Prime Day. So we All have... Right. Am- we have Amazon Prime, their special service they're charging you for. And what is this Prime Day all about anyway? And you can be as detailed as possible, okay? Okay. Um, so Prime Day 
started three years ago. So uh, for 2018, that'll be their fourth annual event. But Prime Day kind of started as this sort of made up holiday. When, when Amazon first announced Prime Day, you know, four years ago, people were like, what are you doing? Um, and it kind of was similar to, you've probably heard of like the Christmas in July or Black Friday in July specials. So people thought, you know, oh, great, it's going to be another one of those. And they were kind of right. I would say that the first few Prime Days were a little hit or miss. I remember on Twitter after the first few Prime Days, people were kind of up in arms about how it seemed like a flea market or something like that. But over the years, Amazon has gotten much better about what deals they offer. Um, the event's gotten bigger and better every single year. So I'm very much looking forward to this year's. Um, but it's basically a day that has, it's kind of similar to how they run their Black Friday sale, where there are just uh, hundreds of thousands of lightning deals. A uh, new deal can go live as often as every five minutes, typically. And the category range is just vast. If you know, Amazon sells it, it's likely that it'll go on sale on Prime Day, um, ranging from things like Amazon devices. Those are normally pretty popular. Uh, TVs, all that tech, all the way down to items for your pets in your home. So there's basically just a ton of deals. And the catch is, as the name suggests, you have to be a Prime member to shop the sale. So if you don't have a Prime membership, you're not getting in on any of these deals which is why, you know, once there's a, an official announcement, you might want to take advantage of the free 30-day trial that Amazon offers so that if you're interested in shopping on Prime Day, you can do it. And then if you want to continue your membership, you can pay that either monthly or annual fee. So this is all obviously, as they say, a sales gimmick to get people to sign up and buy more merchandise. It's kind of like, I think, a lot of the devices that Amazon sells that turn up being a front end to their product lines. I mean, yeah, you could argue. I know that the Amazon devices are some of the most steeply discounted. Um, last year, the Echo Dot was globally the most popular deal on Prime Day. It outsold every other item. And some people would say that, you know, that's a way for it to be easier for you to shop, which is true. But Echoes are also awesome for other things, whether it's setting a timer or playing music or asking it random questions and playing games, things like that. And I would say another benefit of Prime Day is that it forces Amazon's competitors to also hold sales. So every year since Amazon started this event, um, the competitor sales have gotten bigger and better. We've seen deals at Walmart and eBay and Best Buy, basically every other store that wants to try to stay relevant during this huge Amazon-centric event. So sometimes some of the best deals don't even come from Amazon, but it's because of Amazon that we're getting to see these discounts. Is this something like a Walmart would want to do too? Engage in this kind of thing to kind of push business? I would say that maybe now it would, it would kind of be obvious if Walmart suddenly was like, oh, it's it's Walmart day, but you'll definitely see stores kind of poke fun at Amazon. So I think it was Buy Dig one year that had a, a no prime, no problem sale. 
that was kind of funny. Um, and they definitely, they do try to up the ante and, and keep themselves relevant. So you'll see some things from Walmart. You'll see th- things at Target and, and basically any major retailer is going to be having some sort of crazy blowout sale all because of Prime Day. Well, that'll certainly be interesting to see where that goes. But in all fairness, I'm a little more skeptical of the way Walmart runs things. I ordered something, not a super expensive item, but I ordered something from their online store maybe a few months ago, and the delivery date kept slipping. They also list items supposedly available at stores, but they never seem to show up. What do you think of all the controversies in Washington over Amazon and charging sales tax and all this nonsense? I would say that uh, I think that Amazon is the first store of its kind to be sort of as big as it is. Walmart's been huge for a long time, but not as much of an online presence and not as easily accessible to people. Um, and that's all I, I really care to say on that matter. I I, uh, I don't want to get too political about it, but I I don't think that it's a surprise that Amazon has a lot of power in the retail world just because of how vast they are. The thing I wonder about, though, with something like a Amazon Prime, is there a point where something like that gets to be too expensive for people? Or is it I just th- encourage everybody else to charge like a membership fee? I think that Amazon Prime is kind of unique because Amazon sells more things than, than basically any other retailer um, so if you find yourself shopping at other places in store and you don't really find what you need on Amazon or you don't want to support them or you don't find yourself shopping online a lot, it definitely wouldn't be worth it to pay $120. But if you are someone that shops online frequently or perhaps shops for a wide array of things, um, the discounts that you get on Amazon combined with the free shipping can make it very invaluable for some people, myself included. Um, And for me, I know that it ends up being a little bit more each year, but I opt for the monthly membership because I would rather pay, you know, however much extra money it is per year. And once again, please don't forget Tech Night Out Live. That's a service that offers you a version of the show free of the network ads and better quality audio. Prices start at just $1.49 a week. To learn more about our premium service, go to plus.technightowl.com, plus.technightowl.com. Lawrence Strompe <laughs> from Thrifters with us, and I have more questions to ask on the other side of the Tech Night Owl Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. 
It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Get the ultimate knife at an ultimate price. The Fox Karambit Knife. Finally available in the U.S. The Fox Karambit Knife opens with one hand. Faster than you can pull a handgun. For utility, for defense, and for way less than other knives of this caliber. Go to TheUltimateKnife.com. Truly the best knife you will ever own. And only available at TheUltimateKnife.com. Use promo code RADIO at checkout for free shipping. Get the ultimate knife at the ultimate price. At TheUltimateKnife.com. Want revenge on the common housefly? Well, after 10,000 years, someone has finally come up with a better way. The Bug Assault, a miniaturized shotgun, which utilizes ordinary table salt as ammunition. Non-toxic and no batteries required. So much fun, you'll forget you have a wife and kids. $39.95 and free economy shipping. Use discount code GCN and get an extra 10% off your purchase at BugAssault.com. Fire your fly swatter. Get your Bug Assault today. Welcome back to the Tech Night Out Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. So I wanted to ask you, Lauren, one of the biggest problems we have in shopping online is the possibility that we're going to run into some place that's pulling a scam on us. Do you carry information about how to avoid that? I think that that is absolutely something that you should be aware of. Um, It kind of depends on where you're shopping at. But in the instance of Amazon, you know, if an item is either shipped and sold by Amazon or fulfilled by Amazon, normally that means that the seller is pretty reputable. And also Amazon's uh, return policy is pretty good. So basically, if you're buying from something that Amazon themselves vet, then you're going to be protected. You can return your item usually, you know, with the exception of some things, and you'll be covered. Um, if it comes to a reseller where it's strictly, you know, a third party that's using Amazon's storefront, or, you know, you, you'll see those on eBay and Walmart as well, really, you should just look at the seller feedback. So normally, if a deal seems too good to be true, it probably is. Um, You really want to watch out for a seller that is newly listed with very little feedback. You want to watch out for people who have a negative rating. So if 90% of the feedback is saying, this person never shipped my item or when I got my stuff, it was broken, you might as well just leave that one alone because it's it's a gamble. But for the most part, it just takes a little bit of, of know-how. Basically, if it, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. And that's another way that Thrifter can come in handy because we would never, we would never post anything that's from a, a sketchy seller. Um, we do our very best to, to avoid any of that and to point out, you know, sometimes we'll even get people tweeting us saying, look at this awesome discount. And we're like, well, it's, it's too good to be true. And it's from someone who just set up their shop, you know, in the last week, and they're probably just trying to scam you common sense can go a long, long way there. And if you get a 
a weird feeling about it, it's best to just move along. Is that in any way the same thing or the same consideration you would make with eBay? Because eBay is pretty much all flea markets, isn't it? Yeah, yep, it is. And when we post a deal on Thrifter from eBay, we would never post from a seller without good feedback. But you get what's called a trusted seller, where their feedback is 98% positive and they've made 14,000 sales. You're probably in the clear if you make a purchase from them. And then once again, if you pay through PayPal, you're covered. If you're unsatisfied with your item or they ship you the wrong thing, uh, PayPal is very good about resolving those sort of disputes. You can get the same sort of protection at stores with, with your credit card sometimes. So if you are a credit card user, you can look into that specific to your credit card company and you might be offered price protection or something similar through them. So there are definitely ways to prevent getting scammed. It's also important to be careful what sites you visit. I mean, if you go to an Amazon, you go to an eBay, you go to Walmart, Target, any of these major reputable vendors, it's okay. But if you're just doing a straight search, it's not always possible to know whether you're going to a genuine place that really offers good prices. Right. And if you want to be a safe online shopper, you want to make sure that the website you're using is secure, that there aren't Once again, anything that sounds too good to be true uh, probably is. You want to make sure that there's a a privacy policy and that you can see contact information. Like I know I've seen even some offers scrolling through social media where I'll click on an ad and I'll be taken somewhere that's selling counterfeit products. So like beauty products and things like that. You can see that as an example on Wish. I know that's a really popular one where people do find themselves getting scammed and it's because they see this this awesome item at a 98% discount and it's never gone on sale before someone's trying to take your money there and you just kind of have to be careful about it one other thing to check of course is with a manufacturer if it's an expensive item is that dealer authorized to sell that item right and and normally that will be listed in the details Basically, you can you can check with the manufacturer's website and see, okay, is this person authorized or do they list themselves as being authorized and can you verify that? Sometimes it takes a couple extra minutes of searching, but it can be worth it, especially like you said, if you're buying a big ticket item. I'm thinking, for example, you get a big deal on a $700 Vizio TV and it's $400. Wait a minute. Right. And that's where you should be following Thrifter because... If it's a $700 TV and it's on sale for $400 and it's legit, we'll already have posted it. (laughs) That's one way. Have you ever been caught, you know, recommending something that you had to say, just stop? Oh, I feel like maybe in my very early deal hunting days, my idea of a discount was maybe not the same as what it is now. But we have a team of people that sort of vets each one of those things that we post. So it's not just me going and finding a deal and posting it with no one else looking at it. We all kind of help each other cover our bases. And and of course, if we ever made a mistake like that, we would be sure to correct it as soon as we knew. <laughs> now, I assume, of course, a lot of deals are seasonal or at times when a lot of people aren't buying things like I don't think people right after 4th of July are buying a lot, which may, of course, explain why we have a prime day yeah, it does kind of fill this void because you get the Memorial Day sales in, in spring and people shopping for things to help make their summer fun. 
And then you have this lull up until I would say back to school season starts. So Amazon definitely knew what they were doing when they decided, you know, we're going to make prime day. But like I uh, alluded to before, there's always been like Christmas in July sales and black Friday in July sales. And they normally weren't that great, but it got people thinking and it got people looking and shopping and it's, there's definitely some, some marketing strategy behind it, but I don't mind because I love prime day. So I'll take it. (laughs) How can you object to saving money? I mean, after all, right. I'll take it whenever. (laughs) Okay. Now that's an interesting thing too. When we're looking at possible sales and stuff, are there specific seasons we should look to other than the holidays where you have the black Friday and the Cyber Monday and all that stuff. And we know that one day or whatever it is, you will possibly save money. But the question I have before we go on is, say, whatever reason, Cyber Monday, they've got the deal. So you've got, for example, I'll give you one that you mentioned on your site right now, which actually interests me. It's the TCL Roku TV, 55 inches. And this is their R-series, their newest model. And this is getting really, really incredible reviews, by the way. I'm almost selling this product, although I have a Vizio <laughs> set. Okay, so you're saving $98 on the 55-inch version. Right. All right. I guess it's an eBay dealer, sounds like. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I want to save money on my next TV. Do I buy it off-season like this? I mean, people aren't buying TV sets you know, around 4th of July, are they? Is this what I look for? This is what I expect to, you know, where you have the white sales for linens and stuff like that. You look for the off sales. Do I make sense? Yeah, I would say so for something like a TV, it's not quite as seasonal. Um, the example that you gave today is is a, an eBay sale that they've been holding more and more of. But this one in particular is good because you can get 15% off basically anything. So Today on Thriftier, we have posted a lot of things that are available through reputable eBay sellers because you can save 15%. Basically, if it's if it's $25 or over and they're selling it, you get 15% off today. So that's where you can save on a TV that sometimes you would have to wait for Black Friday or another one-off sale to, to save on. I would say that the more seasonal ones are seasonal items. So, you know, you've probably heard that if you're going to buy an air conditioner, you shouldn't buy it in the middle of a heat wave. Um, and the same goes for a lot of things. And I would say that the the shopping seasons kind of ebb and flow. But anymore, thanks to online shopping, um, there's there's sales on things more frequently. You don't have to wait until Memorial Day to save on a mattress. We just posted a deal on Casper ones yesterday. Uh, you don't have to wait until Black Friday to save on a TV. Um, and I think that the same goes for a lot of different uh, verticals. Of course, we're going to miss that sale today since the show is not going on until Sunday. We've got more to come with Lauren Strompy on the Tech Night Now Live. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. 
And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Hello? Congratulations. For what? For losing all that weight. How'd you do it so fast? ASAP. ASAP what? What's that mean? Are you ready to get as skinny as possible, as soon as possible, as simple as possible, and as sexy as possible? I'm listening. Then get with the ASAP program. It's real and it works. No smooth talk, no slick advertising, and no exaggerated claims of success. I've got to know more. Welcome to ASAP, as slim as possible. Whether you have 10, 20, or 50 pounds to lose, ASAP is your weight loss answer. ASAP targets the abnormal fat reserves and makes them available to be burned as fuel and contains no caffeine or hormones. Order ASAP at wholesale prices or join the team to share the business with others. Visit GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. Lose weight and look great with ASAP as slim as possible. Looking for that edge during those intimate moments? We see many ads for enhancement, but the side effects include death. At GCN Team, we should change the Healthy Body Brain and Heart Pack to the Healthy Libido Pack. The brain and heart are not the only organs that require a healthy vascular system. For proper blood flow at the right moment, go to GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. Have you checked your Google search results lately? Search results are usually the first impression that people form of you or your business. So make sure that they create a positive impression with ReputationDefender.com. What the Internet says about you can have a big impact on your life and your livelihood, even if it's not true. Fortunately, you can now control how you look online and in online search results with ReputationDefender.com. Call 800-831-0771 now. That's 800-831-0771 for your free reputation analysis. If you have negative material from an ex-employee, upset patient, or former client, newspaper article, legal issue, social media, or other source showing up in your search results, you can combat it with ReputationDefender.com. Our dedicated experts in patented technology can help make your online search results look their best. Call 800-831-0771 to learn more. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Or visit ReputationDefender.com. You have been lied to. Generation after generation, time after time after time. If you follow the money, then you understand why America's in the condition it's in. Now, you created the Star Reserve in 1913 through lies. You create 9-11. Through 9-11, then you're fighting a war on terror. And now all of a sudden you go into Iraq, which was another lie. This book will open people's eyes. Order now at KillingUncleSamBook.com. KillingUncleSamBook.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Tech Night Owl Live, please send it to news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. 
If you'd like to discuss today's show with fellow Night Owls, visit our community forums at forum.technightowl.com. That's forum.technightowl.com. So, Lauren, I want to go through for the remaining few minutes we have to spend together. Uh-huh. And by the way, I want to thank her on the show for being so patient with me because it's been <laughs> crazy. My previous interview ran late because Skype was misbehaving with our guest. And then this one, we're at a motel right now for one of a thousand reasons, and they come in to clean the room. And the people are leaving early, so they wanted to come in, and our dog went wacky. (laughs) Wacky beyond belief. So let us continue here. There is a whole bunch of stuff she has on her site, and it's divided among categories. So you have smart home, or you have smartphones, and you can check. It's like a, a live search almost where you click on a particular category and it updates that way. So if you want something related to smartphones, and not just the phone, they do sell the phones. It's accessories, it's headphones, it's charging things, it's cables. I could use some new cables. If you want to look for kitchen, you just click on it. And it's like a live, and it's also something there where it's razor fast. How long did it take you guys to kind of optimize it so it runs like this? You know, the crazy thing about it is Thrifter has has only been around for, I think it's like just over a year now. Um, I started with them back last fall. And even since I started, it has just been crazy. We've been very lucky to have sort of this this following of fellow thrifters. And, and, you know, we have our sister sites who I think you're familiar with. You know, I am more Android Central, Windows Central, Crackberry, all of those guys. So we've kind of had this large following amass in a short amount of time. And it's really nice to see that there are people out there that, that want to save with us. So every single day we're, we're doing our best to, to make Thrifter bigger and better and help, you, help everyone save you know as much as we can. Before we go on, do you have any features you're planning in the future we could look forward to? Oh, I would say that we have a lot up our sleeves. Speaking of Prime Day, you know, we have a lot of coverage planned for whenever amazon decides to grace us with prime day we'll be doing some fun stuff including i'm sure some giveaways i know that i you know we we do have some stuff in the works that i don't think i'm allowed to talk about but um i'm very excited to see what the next few months bring for thrifter and i know that all of our followers will be stoked about it as well do you find that manufacturers are happy to contact you and say hey we got this special coming up why don't you do something about it you know that is something that we get every single day. We get uh, people, whether it's a, a website or an Amazon seller, um, everyone wants us to recommend them. And I love that we are very strict about what we post. So we aren't just accepting emails from people that say, you know, here's this coupon code, post it on your website. And we're like, okay, we only post the things that we ourselves would shop. So sales that we think are legit, sales that we think are worth shopping because, you know, we once again want to help you spend where it matters. So we have, we have a lot of integrity when it comes to what we post and we do get lots of contact from from different merchants and things like that, but we only post what we feel is is actually worth shopping and we would never want to just post whatever everyone sent us because that's not that's not exactly frugal, that's not exactly the kind of thing that we aim to do. The long and short of it is you're curating the offers and taking the ones you think are best. 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Whether it's a product that is a hot deal because it's available, like in the case of while we're recording today, the NES mini is in stock at several different retailers and it's not on sale, but those things are hard to get. So we, you know, share the news with our, our followers or whether it's very steep discount on something that maybe only a few people would want. We try our best to, to share the love where it, it, it needs to be shared and, and we just tweet all those deals out every day. So that's definitely worth checking out whether you're in the market for, you know, pet food or, or a TV. Okay, I'm looking for pet food. Where would I find that? <laughs> I think that Amazon offer is still going. Okay. You can save 40% on your first pet food order. Ah, okay. So let me look for pet food. Let's see what we have for pet food. Okay, I see. Prime members, here's how to save 40% on pet food. <laughs> there it is. All right, right there. Let's see what, what happens here. See it, Amazon. Okay, so it's going to be specific brands of pet food. Yeah, I see what you have here. Let's see if it's the brand I use. Yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> All right, so they have, let's see if there's any more of those. Okay, the well, best. yeah, Teddy Bear only gets the very best here. Oh, of course. So, of course, because he's Teddy Bear. Yeah, he's kind of a wacky, kind <laughs> of a wacky creature here. And so I want to get like a small bag because I don't want something that's just too humongous here. And I'm looking for small breed. That's the one I buy. Amazing. The magic of thrifter, right? And a coupon. And I save an extra 40% extra savings. Apply to first order only. Okay. So it's like kind of an introductory thing. All right. So I'm now going to save 40% on his breakfast. <laughs> okay. And I mean, we try our best to be available to everyone, you know. So if you're looking for a deal on something specific and, and we haven't posted it in a while, you can always shoot us a tweet and say, hey, I'm looking for this thing. And we do our best to to keep our eyes peeled for our readers because we're, we're constantly scouring the Internet. So if there's a sale on it, we'll probably see it. This is certainly sounding like it's a fascinating amount of stuff here. I just want to spend the remaining moments we have together to talk about different products and things that we could look at. In doing this kind of work, what has surprised you? about how things work in the online world? Um, ooh, that's a tough one. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> so it's a look of expectations. I mean, we go to a job and we have expectations of what's going to happen. What surprised you? I would say, so I've kind of always loved um, saving money, online shopping. I'm obsessed with Black Friday, all of that. And I would say what surprised me the most is like kind of the adrenaline that I get when I find a really good deal. Um, it starts to become almost addicting because, you know, this eBay coupon, for instance, today where there's 15% off or, or really anything similar, we kind of all get together and just start hyping each other up and, and finding like, oh my gosh, the seller has this bundle of video game stuff in stock and you can save 20% and that's better than it's ever been before. Um, that's kind of the stuff that really makes it worth it, makes it really exciting. And uh, the whole Thrifter team is kind of in the same same vein as me, just love saving money and talking about deals and sharing them with people. So 
I guess I didn't realize how fun it would be and, and how exciting it would be. And of course, I love the benefits of saving money on every single thing that I buy. So <laughs> that helps too. Well, certainly if you keep yourself busy and if you're armed with a really big credit card, you can spend what the rest of your life doing all this online shopping for bargains. Yeah, you can spend your entire rest of your life on this. More to come on the Tech Night Out Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Want revenge on the common housefly? Well, after 10,000 years, someone has finally come up with a better way. The Bug Assault, a miniaturized shotgun, which utilizes ordinary table salt as ammunition. Non-toxic and no batteries required. So much fun, you'll forget you have a wife and kids. $39.95 and free economy shipping. Use discount code GCN and get an extra 10% off your purchase at BugAssault.com. Fire your fly swatter. Get your Bug Assault today. Are you one of the 70% of Americans that want to own your own business, afraid to leave the security of your current job to pursue your dreams? I'm Pharmacist Keith. Dr. Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy, and myself want to show you a low-cost way to create your own business, working around your current job schedule, creating an extra income for you and your family by joining his crusade, spreading his message of better health. To learn more, visit radio.recordedvideo.com, radio.recordedvideo.com. That's radio.recordedvideo.com. Attention business owners and independent contractors. This is a money-saving message from Tax Mediation Services. If your business owes $20,000 or more in taxes, we can help you today, right now. Listen, dealing with the IRS is no picnic. It's an intimidating and extremely stressful process, and you don't want to go it alone. Our attorneys know every law, every tax break, and every possible opportunity to help you resolve and reduce your tax debt. And if you owe more than $20,000, you may be at the top of their hit list. So don't take your tax debt lightly because it will not go away on its own. The IRS can seize your bank accounts, your home, and even shut down your business. Call our tax experts today at 1-800-261-9818 and let us deal with the IRS while you focus on your business. That's 1-800-261-9818. Again, 800-261-9818. Message and data rates may apply. Remembering when to change your fridge filter is a hassle. Remembering the right filter is almost impossible. So at Filters Fast, we have some good advice. Forget it. Instead, remember this. Text BEST55 to 443-443 and check fridge filters off your to-do list forever. Get it all taken care of for a fraction of big box store prices with a Filters Fast brand filter. To see how much you can save, plus get free shipping, text BEST55 to 443-443. With a huge range of brand name filters available, Filters Fast is America's number one online filtration company. And you can get a Filters Fast brand filter for a fraction of the price, delivered to your door every time you need it. No need to remember. It's not a matter of if you need a fridge filter. Why not text to get it taken care of? To see how much you can save and get free shipping, Text BEST55 to 443-443. That's B-E-S-T-55 to 443-443. Hi, Peter Vaccaro for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up for free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. 
people who are interested in the strange, the unusual, mysteries, ghosts, UFOs, and the afterlife, and so much more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you, people seeking a viable alternative to the other dating services. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com, and if you decide you like it and want to connect with people, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com, says so many people hunger to share their experiences about the paranormal, the unexplainable, or the afterlife, and so much more, and this is the source for them to meet and share that common interest. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com, ParanormalDate.com, and use the code GEORGE if you decide to connect with someone you like. What are you listening to? The Tech Night Isle Live with Gene Steinberg. What's going to happen next? You never know. Okay, we're doing shopping. We're on a shopping tour here. And Lauren Strompy of Thrifter.com is taking us. We're looking at all sorts of products, having a regular old time, finding a way that I could spend the money I don't have. <laughs> you still on the hunt for pet food? You know, I found what I wanted. I had the exact brand we wanted. Amazing. That was sure. So <laughs> Teddy Bear's taken care of. Toys. Now, toys got to be a particular interest now because Toys R Us has gone bye-bye. Oh, yes. Yeah. And, you know, I'm thinking here, you know, in the early days when my son Grayson was a kid about your age. No, I mean, he (laughs) he was running around as a five or six year old. We take him to Toys R Us and we have fun there. But the only problem with Toys R Us then is the checkout lines took forever. Yes. All right. Now, I don't know if that's what hurt Toys R Us because I know nothing about the retail business. I don't pretend to, but, you know, as we look at the toys here, the Cabbage Patch doll, they still sell those things? I know. I actually posted that. Isn't that crazy? They, uh, I think they made a comeback. Uh, toys are another thing. So I know that people like the experience of sort of the tactile sensory shopping that comes with a, a true brick and mortar toy store, but I end up posting a lot of the toy deals because I have a gaggle of younger siblings and uh, those toy deals basically with the, the way that the internet is now and the way that there are YouTubers making literally millions of dollars a year reviewing toys and all of these little kids are exposed to the ever-changing world of, of crazy toys that are so awesome and so fun and so available on the internet. Um, I think a lot of parents kind of feel overwhelmed with the toy experience and, you know, maybe even shopping in store, you are subject to the availability of your location and the prices that they've set. And toys are definitely a category that you can save a lot of money on if you shop online. And I would know because I buy Christmas presents for six younger children every Christmas. So (laughs) that's definitely the way to go. But isn't there something special there about when it comes to toys that the child can touch the item rather than see a picture? Well, certainly. But, you know, let's say you go to Walmart and your kid picks up this doll and absolutely is in love with it and it costs $80 there. You might find it for 60 on Amazon. 
once again, you know, it's a little bit of effort, but if you have a smartphone in your pocket or, you know, you just remember to look when you go home, you don't have to pay the the in-store prices for the things that your kid wants. So how do the stores feel about all this online stuff going on? I think that there are people that argue that online shopping has hurt the retail business. And I don't think that those those complaints are necessarily unfounded, but it's just the way that shopping has evolved. And there are absolutely still people that don't want to shop online. They want that tactile experience of shopping in store and the the sheer scale of things available to them online. It's kind of overwhelming, which is understandable. But I don't think that retail stores are going to be going away anytime soon. Uh, people People like that experience too much. I don't know. I grew up when, going back, I went to a Sears catalog store in a small town in which I lived. And I pick up this catalog of 1,200 pages or so. And we buy things. And when you were in small towns, you didn't have a lot of retail stores. You would do that. Of course, now right. Sears, Sears now, of course, is almost kaput. Yeah, they're, think, they're hanging by a thread. <laughs> yeah, and you see what happens here with Sears. Most of the stores nowadays are only available for real estate. That's what they really are. The real estate, what the stores are, are worth, and which is kind of unfortunate. But yeah, I guess you could say that Amazon is in a way Sears, a lot of different categories, but instead of having a printed catalog that they ship the merchandise to you, you have an online mall, which is endlessly large in size. So maybe yeah, there. Good argument. And maybe also, there it's just an online version of Sears. Right. I think that there are plenty of stores that have a physical presence that are still very relevant and, you know, very exciting. It's just do, do are they are they relevant? Are they doing what they can to try to compete with with bigger corporations? And I know that that is kind of difficult for, let's say, a small business. But then on the flip side, you have these movements of shopping locally and supporting small businesses and things like that. So I think that um, people maybe make a bigger deal out of it than it is. <laughs> that's That's my personal opinion. So maybe we should be feeling more warm and fuzzy about that. And maybe that's a mistake that Sears made, that they didn't take their catalog and properly digitize it in a way that would really compete with Amazon. They focused so much on a retail experience, a half-baked retail experience, that they never really salvaged what they were trying to do. Am yeah, I wrong? I think, you're, I think you're spot on there. I think that it can be definitely intimidating to try to keep up with these bigger businesses, but it's, it's not impossible. You just have to be willing to kind of evolve. Um, and I think that Sears did a little too little too late. Although I, you know, I, I hope that Sears sticks around and I'm, I'm sad that Toys R Us is gone. They, they were a pinnacle of my childhood and the same goes with Claire's and Boston store and all of these, all of these retailers that just didn't make it. But I, I am excited to see what the, the future of shopping brings. I think we're all interested in seeing where all this leads and where we go next. 
And that's a good question, too. Right now, there's still a manual process. We go online, we look at the item, or we have, I guess, as another example, we have alerts in our smartphones that something's on sale. Oh, I want to buy a new Mac. So let's see what I can get it for. And when the sale is there, I'll, I'll check it out and I'll follow up. I wonder what the next stage is. Where do we go from here? Is it all embedded in your skull? <laughs> hey, that, that sounds like fun. That sounds like something from Black Mirror. <laughs> um, no, I, I'm kind of excited. Okay, so this is maybe older news now, but Amazon had that store. I don't know if you heard about it in Seattle where it was a, a grocery store that you went into and it kind of tracked you as you were going through and you literally just grabbed your items off the shelf and you scanned your phone as it, as you walked out and it charged you, there were no checkouts. And I think that's really cool. And a lot of people were like, Oh, what happens to the cashiers? But once again, there's going to, there's always going to be someone that craves a traditional shopping experience. That's not going to go away. But I think that that is something that is so interesting and I would love to see more of. Um, we didn't have anything like that where I live. I'm from the Midwest, so kind of late to the game on most of that stuff. But I think it's super cool. And then, of course, you have the the voice shopping. So if you have a an Amazon device, uh, which are awesome, you can just say, uh, you know, Alexa, buy me this thing and she'll do it. Or you have the Dash buttons, which is another Amazon product where you can stick this, let's say it's a, a gain button, gain laundry detergent. You can stick it to your washing machine. And when you're out of laundry detergent, you press this button and it'll automatically reorder it for you, ship it to you with Prime. That's pretty cool. And that's pretty convenient. And I, I think it's a good thing. Yeah, that's obviously something that's not unusual here. You can order that on Amazon, for example, dog food. You know you're going to run out of dog food in two months. You buy a big pack, it's automatically shipped, and you get a slight discount. More to come on shopping. You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. As you know, neighbors, web hosting can be pretty cheap, but not all hosting is the same. DreamHost wins best of awards year after year. You get unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, and even the low-cost plans put your sites on high-performance SSDs. Want to know more about what DreamHost has to offer? Go to technightowl.com host. Once again, that's technightowl.com host. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. 
hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and sling bows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. Now there's a proven powerful anti-inflammatory that absorbs 40 times better. Yes, Nano Curcumin Plus from One Planet Nutrition contains smaller particle size that allows absorption over 40 times better into your bloodstream. Nano Curcumin Plus may also help reduce pain and inflammation, detoxify, and help against heart disease and diabetes. Nano Curcumin Plus is now on sale at OnePlanetNutrition.com. Use promo code GCN for your special discount at OnePlanetNutrition.com, the next generation of nutritional supplementation. Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest priced filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented my pillow, I wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. My pillow will get you into that deep REM sleep faster and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed, it's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. You can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-870-0305 and use promo code GCN. That's MyPillow.com or 800-870-0305 with promo code GCN. This is Fred. Uh, hi, I'm Fred. Fred's a repeater. I tend to repeat. Fred has a business. I do have a business. And a problem. Fred repeats the same tired advertising over and over, and now it doesn't work. Over and over. But Fred is about to see a vision. I'm seeing a vision. Advertising on the Genesis Communications Network is the smart way for Fred to reach his potential customers with the most affordable national advertising rates, period. Get started today with GCN, the Genesis Communications Network. Just email advertise at GCNlive.com. You're listening to the Tech Night Owl live with Gene Steinberg. You never know what's going to happen next. Well, I'm looking over all these things that are going on here, and I'm thinking I don't want to spend any more money now. You know, a lot of tempting things are being made available here. You also have a newsletter that you offer to your visitors. Yeah, we do. So if you're if you're trying to save money now so you can make it stretch, uh, that's another way that Prime Day can kind of come in and save the day. Um, we have a few different newsletters. So the main one, we send out a curated list of the best deals of the day. 
every day to your inbox uh, just once a day, just the deals that we think are the best. So that's kind of an easy way to stay updated on those if you don't follow us on Twitter. And then we also have a couple newly launched newsletters for Thrifter UK and Thrifter Canada, which we just just launched. We're super excited about. And then finally, we have a Prime Day newsletter. So if you are curious about Prime Day, want to know more about it, you can sign up for that newsletter. And we have been kind of telling our subscribers a little bit about what to expect, what we saw last year. And you know, if we post anything else in between now and when we get an official announcement, or obviously once the announcement is made, uh, we'll be kind of keeping everyone in the loop on the best Prime Day deals and discounts and tips and tricks and all that stuff. So we have a a few different ones for you to pick from. I'm waiting for Walmart Day. <laughs> How big an item here can do you track? Do you track things like mattresses and stuff like that? Oh yeah, we posted a deal on mattresses. You know, I think it was a a one day Amazon deal. They had a deal on Casper mattresses, but we we don't discriminate. If it's a a two dollar add on item or a fifteen hundred dollar mattress, if it's a good deal, we'll post it. <laughs> As they say, this has been a fascinating journey, and I just want to cover a quick, couple of quick more specials. After we have Prime Day, what's next? So after Prime Day, we'll be getting into the back-to-school shopping season, where you can save on all sorts of school supplies and back-to-college supplies. So we see lots of deals on laptops, things like that. And then after that is my favorite time of the year because we're going to be getting amped up for Black Friday. And I know that it sounds crazy to be talking about that in July, but really it's it's closer than you might think. So we're always looking ahead and getting ready for some of the best, you know, shopping seasons. That, of course, relates to being a lot of fun. Let's go on a couple of more specials. We have like four minutes left. What can we do in four minutes to help people shop? Now, I mentioned mattresses and stuff. What about cars? <laughs> so cars are not really something that we cover um, just because the laws vary by state and that's not really something you're going to be shopping for online. But there's definitely ways to to save on a car uh, if you're in the market. Um, and again, the common sense laws sort of apply. Don't Don't fall for it if it's too good to be true. Be careful of private sellers, all of that good stuff. Unfortunately, we don't have a thrifter cars website yet although i did see that amazon apparently sells teslas did you know that <laughs> well if i have a spare of you know hundred thousand dollars i'll do right. it now the cheapest tesla is thirty five thousand for the model three but they don't sell any of the cheap ones right now because it's still building up production i think they're actually getting close to five thousand a week although you never know with tesla there's always a reason <laughs> why they don't do it but what happens here is it's kind of like the bmw model three which I say is actually priced in the same range, so it's not so cheap. By the time you get the vehicle they offer now, not the one you'll get two years from now, you're paying forty-five dollars to $55,000 with all the options. So yeah, I guess if you can order Tesla, but I do see online stores. And the way it tends to work, though, is a traditional car dealer will offer a price online. And so you contact the dealer and they have like an internet department, I guess. And then you go to the dealer and pray they will honor the price. I'm not really super familiar with, with shopping for cars online. I normally just go for, for a trusted private seller, I guess. A trusted private seller. I'd like to know who they are. 
I've had to go to the dealers, and you still have to really watch them carefully because they pull stunts. Ideally, I'd like to go, I guess you can do this with a Tesla, I don't know. I'd like to go online, say, I'll take that car, whatever it is, new or used. I'll take that car. I, you know, sign my loan papers, or I hand him a check, and I drive home. I don't want to put up with the guff. Unfortunately, with car dealers, 99% of the time, you have to put up with the guff. Yeah, I think that that kind of goes hand in hand with the the common sense experience of knowing your price and knowing what your car should be selling for and knowing how to negotiate and when to walk away. And I mean, it can vary, obviously, by situation, but it's definitely a process. Well, I'm trying to think here. What else could we put in Thrifter? How about, say, well, not like hotels or travel deals. That's really, really kind of covered by what the industry has now, right? Uh, yeah, we, we talk about travel deals, and uh, it tends to be maybe more so along the lines of what you might need when you're traveling, so suitcases and things like that, although we have posted some airline sales where they're having you know flights that start at X amount of dollars, and if they're good, we'll, we'll share that, or we sometimes share discounted airline gift cards, uh, so you'll, you'll see a let's say $150 Southwest Airlines gift card for 120 bucks. So it's kind of a specific deal, but... There's also the thing here with airlines. It's difficult because the prices are so variable. Two people on the same plane sitting next to each other paid a different price. But that's true with hotels. And this I learned from being in a motel from time to time for different reasons. And you'll see the offers on the travel sites for the hotel and have a special offer but quite often you can call the hotel's reservation department and maybe get a better deal yeah that surprised uh, me i didn't realize that it it can definitely depend uh so they always say i mean this might be some people think that it's not that's that it's a myth but if you've been doing nothing but searching for deals at hotels and your cash on your internet browsing history shows that it can alter the prices that you see it can also depend on how early you're booking. So flights is an example. If you're if you're booking a flight two weeks from when you want to leave, it's going to be more expensive than if you book it three months out. It's all kind of a, a fun game that you have to play if you're trying to travel on the cheap. Tell our listeners again, where do they go to learn more about all the shopping deals you show at Thrifter? So you can check us out at thrifter.com. You can follow us on Twitter where we post Every deal that's on our website every day, uh, that's at Thrifter Daily. And uh, if you go to thrifter.com, you can sign up for our newsletter and we'll send you the best deals of the day straight to your inbox. You could find us, by the way, on Twitter. Look for Tech Night Owl. Look for Tech Night Owl on Twitter. That's us, but I'll be frank. Most of our Twitter activity is about new shows and new articles over at technightowl.com. I also appear on Facebook. There's a guy with a red plaid shirt. If you look for that guy, he's probably me. We have a special version of the show where we offer you the Tech Night Owl Live free of the network ads. No network ads. How about that? And the reason we do it is because we charge you a small fee to get that episode. We give you better quality audio, lots more goodies. To learn more, go to plus.technightowl.com. That's plus.technightowl.com. What we have there is how to get signed up, how to download the show and everything like that. And it's all 
available as a special feed that you can hear in your podcast application, iTunes, podcasts, Android, iOS. I don't think we have anything for Windows Mobile, though. Plus that, technidol.com. We have a second radio show called The Paracast at paracast.com about UFOs and things that go bump in the night. This week, we'll be talking to Carrie Trent Haggard, who wrote a fictional book about the 1897 Aurora alleged UFO crash. He also turns out to have been, you ready for this? The person responsible for the greatest movie poster scandal in the history of film. Paracast.com. Can you imagine that, huh? That's the, I didn't expect that, but it came to us. Lauren, thank you so much for joining us in the Tech Night Out Live. Thanks for having me. The Tech Night Owl Live is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. We'll be back next week. Same bat time, same bat channel.